I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello and welcome to Still Got Legs, a Doctor Who rewatch podcast brought to you by Another Happy Studios. It has all been leading to this. And so begins the 10th Doctor's final adventure. Hello everyone, welcome to Still Got Legs, the only Doctor Who podcast in the world. Uh, Don't listen to any others or I will... No, um, my name. I was gonna threaten something very bad, but I won't do that. My name is Nathan. As always, <laughs> okay. uh, I'm joined by my companion as we go on this journey through time and space. His name is Lawrence Thomas Heisey. Uh, I've been thinking this week about changing my Twitter handle to at Nathan James Bauer, even though James isn't actually my middle name. <laughs> you have. So, it's weird that you have coined that, haven't you? I know, right? and I coined that when I was like four as yeah well. this, this isn't like a podcasting thing this no. has been something that you've stuck to for no good were you insecure that you never had a yeah, middle name for a hundred percent and i tell you what it's because i've got like um like six sisters they all have middle names but i don't i'm the only cunt in my family who doesn't have a middle name right? there, is there any significance for james what's james about no i, I just always liked the sound of it I, I always used to write it on my books at school and i just, I just oh for real sound, yeah i just thought it sounded good just nathan james bauer it's not even I, official but kids can do that kind of stuff though like i i had a really i remember so clearly in primary school there was one instance where like I, I, I told someone that I would give them something from my lunch if they like mm. spread the word around that my hair is black and not brown. Okay. And like, because I was just obsessed sure, with the. <laughs> but, sh- but surely, like, that only works until the moment someone sees you. No, but, <laughs> then... but like, because then if, they, if they'd ever question me on it, I'd be like, no, it is. It's just the light black. <laughs> oh, you're just gaslighting them. <laughs> yeah, fully. But I, I like, and I have no. 
I I genuinely have no idea why I was compelled to do that. But that's very funny. Yeah. Uh, I also like the idea that at your school there was this kid who apparently like <laughs> anything you wanted to get spread around you just paid him something from your lunch like some kind of black market deal and <laughs> like he'd, he'd I, um, get the word around that's some recess shit right yeah I was there. gonna say like a side character from recess the guy with the trench coat yeah exactly <laughs> yeah there oh. was there were those archetypes but no I think um I think your mm. banner would serve you uh, would serve you well, or your handle, Nathan mm. James Bauer. I didn't even check if it's available. I probably should have before I did that. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, Doctor Who, that's what we're here to do, to talk yeah. about anyway. Uh, we're here to discuss and dissect Series 4, Episode 17. Oh, it's a long one. Uh, yeah. This is The End of Time, Part 1, written by Russell T. Davies, directed by Eurus Lin. Um, significantly, uh, the the first time in the revival era that a part one has been employed. Um, I was going to ask you about this. Where do you land on a on a part one title and a part two structure? Uh, the, there's something about it which seems like, ooh. Like, it seems more epic. It does. I don't know why, but I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, you have my attention. What's going on here? And in... in um, Revival Who only been used twice. This is one of two examples in is that, almost has 20 the first years. Already happened? Yeah, well, this is the first. Oh, this is okay. I was wondering yes. if I'd already missed it. No, no. This is this. I mean, I literally just said that. That was my entire note. But oh, okay, <laughs> um, that's that's how we got onto this topic of conversation, <laughs> Lawrence. You dickhead. Um, no, but yeah, it's in almost twenty years. It's it's one of only two examples so far that we have of a uh, a part one, part two been employed. I'm so. not sure if it's worthy of the epic grandiose nature of a part one and part Ooh, two formatting. Little sizzle. I, I thought you loved this episode, Lawrence. This is your favourite Doctor <laughs> Who episode. Well, hang on. Firstly, I've never said, said that. <laughs> you, hey, you've been chiming for weeks that the end of time is, and nobody better have a bad word to say about it. Or Lawrence would be like, not my nostalgia childhood that I enjoy. Look, this is, this is... Not this thing that I haven't watched since I was 12. I remember <laughs> it being very good because David Tennant left, which I think is most people's opinion of this episode. I, I, I absolutely agree. And that is, there is like a strong thesis to be made that even, even now, I'm very forgiving on this. <sighs> Purely because of like where it stands in its placement in my childhood, nostalgia, my favourite Doctor, his final story. Should I give um, my general thoughts before you go into your uh, your updated thoughts? I, yeah, I I'm say? quite. I'm quite. I know where you're going with it. I know exactly where you're going to go, but I'm still I know scared. You do, but it's been a bit of a sizzle. I, I haven't said anything up until now on the podcast. Anyway, <laughs> I think. I think unless you've been really careful with the edit, you've absolutely given I mean, away your main thoughts. No, no, I was careful with the edit. I did cut some stuff out. <laughs> okay. <last> <laughs> But even so, you know, some people have, have, you know, looked at the writing on the wall, as it were, and, <laughs> and managed to put two and two together. Um, I'm just going to go over my general notes um, and say last week we had what is just 
all round one of the absolute best episodes of Doctor Who. Uh, for me, the best of the Russell T. Davies era, and just yeah. one of the best episodes in general. It hits on every level, from writing to performances. Um, it's just such a good all-round episode, an absolutely great time. <clears throat> and this week we have <laughs> what might just be the worst episode of Doctor Who ever. Ever? Oh, oh my, and I fully mean that. I oh fully my. mean. And you might be like, but Nathan, what about Love and Monsters? <laughs> Love and Monsters is funny, all right? <laughs> Love and Monsters is that so bad it's good category, you know? Yeah. It's up there with The Room, with uh, one of those dumb, cheesy, like, horror movies or whatever. It's it. You can laugh at it with your mates and have a good time, all yeah. right? This is just dull and there's <laughs> there's almost nothing to grab onto there is in my opinion one good scene in this entire episode you can probably okay. guess what it is but there is one good scene in the entire episode um and the rest of it is just it's like it takes everything bad about the russell era shoves it into a blender yeah. and this is the the <laughs> <laughs> the the mess that comes out and i am sorry if you like this episode and i will try not to be too harsh as we go on because i know it's no you nice, won't like, <laughs> no you won't I'll, try it no. I'll, I'll do my best um look, i i know it's it's it can be not nice to listen to something you love get kicked over and over again trust me i know but <laughs> look i i have to be truthful and and for me I think most people hail this as one of the best, um, but that is pure nostalgia because it's David Tennant's last episode um, or the start of anyway, and 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 I think even they've done David a disservice as well. I think they wanted to do this big, um, like two part epic finale for David and his era and, and the end of the Russell era. But it's just stuffed with nonsense that does not need to be here. Um, and I, I mean, we have not got to next week yet, so we haven't seen it all. But it almost certainly would have been far more better and coherent as just a single episode rather than them doing this over bloated mess um, that we have. But again, we ha- not for, not fully a fair criticism because we have not seen. I mean, I've seen it. But you know, in in terms of this yeah. rewatch, we have not seen next week's here. So, so but you, we, we can we can critique and poke holes in this episode. That's what we're doing. Like they, mean, we yes. are here to talk and about gonna, this episode. I'm <laughs> gonna trust me. And <laughs> don't get me wrong. There's elements I like for our. Year. I'm not yeah. gonna be here like wow, this is bad because who wants to listen to that? You know. But like, I, I, there are stuff that you know it's fine, it's good stuff. Um, but well, let me tell you, weird over the week know who to pick I, I had like seven solid options and i was like i can pick this guy i can pick this i could pick yeah. and and it was it took me quite a while to settle on on who to pick i got there in the end and um, but my god it was a tough one and I'm last week <laughs> and last week as well we we made a point of like saying famously well not famously but like uh weird of the week was quite tough last yeah. week for the opposite reason because because <laughs> it was so well written everyone was quite well fleshed out and there wasn't like an obvious weirdo to choose from so it was 
it was a bit difficult but my god I do not like this episode. Uh, really? I, I couldn't tell. <laughs> I thought you were fairly indifferent on it. <laughs> and I think I'll probably be a little bit hypocritical in parts because there are there will be times where I'll be like stuff I would have liked in previous episodes. Like I'm like, oh that's you know, it's silly and it's cheesy, but it's Doki Hugh. Like, I'll yeah. like that. I I'm much more critical when it's presented in such a mess of a package. <laughs> I think that's that's the thing, isn't it, right? Mm-hmm. The pie chart in Doctor Who, mm-hmm. where where the hypocrisy comes in is when the pie chart mm-hmm. the like kind of tips over into like being too much of one thing. Cuz yes. I'd say Doctor Who is should be equal parts stupid and brilliant. Yes. Right? And that that is the secret sauce like little ingredient like that's the recipe for a good episode of doctor who some of the some of the best episodes of doctor who have got some of the goofiest shit of course right? yeah. we, we spoke last week the fucking the, the robot. um the <laughs> which robot oh gadget gadget yeah which robot are you fucking kidding nathan i've cast <laughs> all of the waters of Mars <laughs> out of my mind by this point or me um I yeah, th- th- this episode this is a humbling rewatch. I'll be honest. Right? This... You peek behind the curtain. You obviously knew my opinion about this. Yeah. And for the past few weeks, and I think you've even said it on this podcast, you were like, "I've heard nothing bad about the end of time. It's one of my favorites, and all this." And you've <laughs> and we've been gearing up for a big fight here today, but yeah. um, seems that might not be the case you, you texted me this week saying it things might get heated on wednesday right <laughs> and did, i was like yeah. yeah that's that could be likely but look, well, by the I've way happy said, valentine's day oh yeah let's have happy, a kiss nathan will you be my valentine's i will will you be mine <laughs> no no <laughs> i got him no <laughs> oh. um, look i'm gonna do my thoughts right mm. okay and they're conflicted because there's a okay. there's like a there is like a a little child in me that's like, listen to yourself, man. Get a hold of yourself. This is this is peak television. It's not. And then, and then there's the other part of me that's like watching this as an adult, being like, oh no, this kind of sucks. <laughs> I mean, so, I, and I will say as well, like when I watched this for the first time, I I was I I didn't notice how awful it was because, like most people, I was caught up with. Well, it's Ten's last episode, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the drama of Ten leaving and everything else, and and there's a lot of like stuff in this episode which are like big Lord Doctor Who moments as well. So that's yeah. like a <gasps> and like that sort of stuff. But then I think I first rewatched it about a, a year or so later, and then I was like, oh, oh no, that's not as good. <laughs> that's not as good as I remember it being. And um, so this isn't like a fresh opinion i've had this is something i've held on to for quite a while um, waiting for this episode waiting for, waiting 10 plus years for my <laughs> bubbling podcast. away under the surface <laughs> look uh, look all right let me do my spiel and then we'll get on with all right it. all right excited. i have always and often said i always prefer a big swing and a miss to mm-hmm. just a lukewarm boring anyone run of the mill could have done it yeah this might be too big of a swing. There are there are simply too many things that I am supposed to care about in this episode that mean absolutely nothing. Right? This this is right. It's a humbling moment to rewatch your your favorite showrunner of Doctor Who, your favorite Doctor of the revival era of Doctor Who. Right? To watch their swan song, and then watch the confidential episode, and then realize 
that I enjoyed the Doctor Who Confidential episode more than the episode of Doctor so, Who itself. I'll tell you, there's some good stuff in that Confidential episode. It's really insightful and interesting. Uh, and, like some, and we'll talk about it, but some like very creative stuff as yeah. well. Like, you want to talk about fucking getting around the budget? My God, mm. I'll, I'll fucking hire that Welsh crew any day. They know what they're doing, man. <laughs> you Ross Lynn, come and direct episodes of this podcast, please. <laughs> please. Um, look, it's mm. it's just... There are some... Call it what it is, Lawrence. It's a mess. <laughs> no, it is, right, it is a mess. That's the, that's the core of it, right? It's, mm. it's trying to cram in so much stuff, and they're trying to make it this big, epic... They're trying to capture two things. I think they're trying to capture the silliness of the RTD era. And they're trying to capture this grandiose scale of this swan song to this iteration of an epic Time Lord. And those two ideas do not mix. I think RTD might have, like, realised he he accidentally, like... Oh, how to say this without sounding incredibly crass. Like, (laughs) he accidentally spoofed his load on fucking... (laughs) That's what you went for! (laughs) That's worked. how you. That, that was the phrasing you weren't. That's not crass. <laughs> uh, he accidentally fucking spoofed his load on um, Journey's End, and like he already did, he already yeah. gave his like his big finale for this era, and then he's like, ah shit. Oh well, mm. just better write some new shit which doesn't make any sense. Then here we go. Yeah. Look, I I like. I like the master coming back, right? I like John Sim as the master quite a lot. Yeah. And I think I think this episode is largely being held up by John Sim's performance as the master, not what the master's up to. No. <laughs> His performance Which... as the master and Wilf, um, played obviously by the lovely late Bernard Cribbins. And I think yes. they are the two guiding lights out of the dark <laughs> in this episode. Well, should we should we get into it? Should we just go yeah, into yeah. it and stop the the dilly dallying and just and just get on with our our run through and an analysis, which is what everyone comes for this hard Our hitting. ending explained. <laughs> but it's the whole episode though. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we do here. Um also for, 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 um, thank you everyone for you know listening and enjoying and and most importantly not killing yourselves after last week. That was Yes, thank you for the forgiving lack of an hour and a half. That meant yeah, a lot to us. Everyone everyone has been very kind. Um, I think because I like when I do the like the post announcement on Twitter I put in like I'm terrified. Please no one actually yeah. kill yourselves. And, and everyone was very nice and I and think said good I things. don't think anyone actually expected us to try. I think no. I think we could have got away with it if it weren't I, for us. I also after we recorded the Wars of Mars episode, I also tweeted out like, "Oh, you know, Wars of Mars recording done," and then the the gif from Lord of the Rings, you know, the Frodo. It's oh done. yeah, yeah, like the exhausted one, and then like all the replies were, "You actually did six hours," and I thought, "Oh fuck no, oh, no, I've done, I've made it worse." So. And then I got musked, remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> someone, someone said, like, oh, you actually did six hours, and I replied, um, uh, you'll have to find out on Monday, brackets, please don't kill yourself. And then because the word, the phrase kill yourself was mm. in that tweet, just completely ignoring the don't right yeah. in front of it, but because the phrase kill yourself was in a tweet, it got auto-flagged and... Elon was like, "Oh, we're banning your account for twelve hours. Good luck." Did it? And I was um, like, "Cheers, Elon." Did it when you tweeted it? Did it do that thing where it was like, "Hey, people don't normally tweet like this. Are you sure that this is a good choice?" <laughs> no, but hold oh. on to that. 
Okay, all right. Hold on, hold, little sizzle. Hold on to that. Okay. <laughs> Consider <Anyway>. me sizzle. <laughs> sizzle. Uh, all right. Anyway. Um, yeah. Well, we, again, thank you for for your kind words about last week. It, oh, it's and very and, nice. and I, I, I have since slept. And I'm sorry oh, for yes. being mean. He was very mean towards the end of last <laughs> I, I still stand by it that I think it was no chance that people want to listen to four hours of people passively getting along. Right? There was a bit of drama needed to spice it up a little bit. But all right, yeah, but you could have been mean to me and not the audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I don't know what compelled me to do this, but it was on like we recorded mm. the longest podcast we've ever recorded on quite mm. possibly a day where I was incredibly busy and had chores I was putting off doing, which then became nothing. That phone call I needed to get to was wasted, <laughs> fucking wasted my time. Absolute idiot. Yeah. Um, all right. Anyway, we're we're gonna go through this pile of shit now. I guess. Um, <laughs> All right, so we start off with a narration by a mysterious voice, Lawrence, Ooh. telling us that all the people of Earth are celebrating Christmas night, an ancient pagan tradition, but they're having bad dreams. Who could this mysterious voice be? It's Timothy Dalton. We all wait, know wait, wait, we sh- I, I wasn't going to reveal it. I was going to sizzle it, because we don't find out just yet. We do well, get. A- no, no, we don't know who the voice is, but we know it's Timothy Dalton. We know it's Timothy Dalton, but we don't know who yeah. Timothy Dalton is playing. And I'm not going to say this entire episode, because it's not revealed. That's true. It, well, it's, oh, yes, it's, yes. Some, some is revealed, but not, like... Not who? the whole thing. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. No, I'm with um, you. I will say I've recently hmm. watched Hot Fuzz... And hearing Timothy Dalton doing mm. anything else now is yeah. just really funny, especially when it's just a voiceover, when it's like, an ancient pagan tradition. And I was just, yeah. I was just thinking of, like, I'm a slasher of prices. Lock me up. <laughs> oh, he's so good in Hot Fuzz. Yeah. He's so good. I love that. Here come the fuzz. <laughs> line he does. He's so good. Oh. And then at the end when he's got the fucking steeple through his mouth and he's like, oh. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's great. He's he's great in that movie. Yes. Um, but what what does the mysterious voice reveal about the uh, the 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 health of the sleeping patterns of the people of Earth? Well, everyone's having bad dreams. They're all having the Ooh. same recurring nightmare of um, a, a member of man. NSYNC, seemingly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a madman doing a little chuckle, and then he's like, <laughs> "Do it, do you laugh? You do it." Well. Uh, yeah, but I'm still recovering from this sore throat. Oh, I'll try, God. but you've really put me on the spot. But I will I try. I'm never one to back away from a challenge. Everyone, watch him. He go. He goes. <laughs> Great. Zoom cut that out for me, but I'm sure. <laughs> well, it, it was incredible, and you'll hear I, it later on. Great. I can't wait. Um. Uh. Yes. Yeah, so everyone is having bad dreams. Who cares? Um. But <laughs> Wilf is back, though. We we close in on Wilf. He's back. He's mm-hmm. um. He's also having bad dreams. Um. But he is Christmas. He goes to church and he meets a mysterious woman who tells him <laughs> about the doctor and some legend. But it just doesn't mean fuck all, though. It, does it, it? doesn't. It's, it's not. Just, it's not anything. It's just completely nothing. It's just like. Ah, oh, this church was built on a covenant, and mm. and there was a demon, and then a blue box came, and this the sainted physician. Who could that be? Ah, oh, he he smoked the demon and ran away. Great. All right. Does this uh, have cool. anything to do with the rest of the episodes? <laughs> oh, no. Great. <laughs> I I can't tell you how much I used to give a fuck about who this woman was and her identity. Well, I think that's more so next week. 
because it is because there's there's something that happens next week which has has to this day has people discussing and, and theorizing and stuff um and you know in this episode we're not given much on this woman she has like yeah two or three scenes and you know it's and they're it's real cryptic and vague <laughs> yes <laughs> to a point where i don't even think russell know what the fuck was going on um yeah but, but he, yeah, in we, the confidential he seemingly says like a lot of this time lord stuff he had figured out from day dot like if yeah. he brings them back he knows exactly how he's going to bring them back and what they're going to do what was interesting to me about the uh the confidential was when he was speaking about the return of the master and and he was talking about like how he initially he just put the the ring thing at the end of series three has like a oh I'll leave that for you know Stephen or whoever goes on and yeah. then they could he, JJ just Abrams away, did. exactly just a way for the master to come back exactly like we fucking had recently spoiler alert um mm. but but it, he was never like planning to do like a big return or anything it's just something to to keep the story going but then he talked about how he always knew it would be like a the prison warden and then the cults and, and Lucy Saxon and all this stuff would happen. Like you always knew that was, that was, if you've been cooking it for that long, you had so much time to realize that it was shit. (laughs) Like it's just, it's nothing. We're going to talk about that cult stuff in a minute. Trust me. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to talk about the return of the master in a bit as well. My Lord. We we will. And my God, there's some stuff going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he, he goes to church, he meets this woman Whatever. It means nothing. It, it means fuck all. Well, um, before we move on from that, I did just want to say about the woman. Now, we... Yeah. It, I think we'd be remiss that we know... We, we we don't know the exact identity of this woman. No one does. It's... Yeah. There's speculations. Yeah. But she is... I think that's more a conversation for next week. It is, but... And I'm, that's why I'm going to skip over this real quick, but I just need it for context, right? Okay. She is aligned with a faction. And with yes. this faction... We particularly discuss the outfits. Yes. And she is wearing a quite a smart white business suit, Nathan. <laughs> I'm not doing that. It's suit talk! No, not, come on. This is nothing. This is nothing. This is just a, a little white fucking old lady suit, all right? I think it's quite this elegant This is just something nice. the Queen would wear, all right? All right, now it's less elegant because I don't like the Queen. <laughs> and she's dead. My beef with a dead woman continues. <laughs> Great. Uh, all right, no. So the the mysterious woman, she pulls a Batman. She does pull a Batman. <laughs> she yeah. Batman's out of there. She does Batman out of there. Yes. More nothing. <laughs> exactly. But it's, it's meant to give us this air of like, oh, mysterious. Who is, is she? Is she even there? Ooh. Is she there? Ooh. Maybe. Maybe I don't know. Um, maybe Will's just going insane. Bless him. Um, <laughs> it's just getting on a bit, isn't it? Anyway, title sequence. Yep. John Sim and Bernard Cribbins in the title mm. sequence this week. Um, bit of fun, I reckon. Bernard Cribbins is definitely worthy, but they've never put a... Have no, they ever put, put a like a, a villain? No. Yeah. No. Not Strange. Really. Yeah. But it's, it's John Sim, isn't it? Yeah. He's like yeah. a... He's, I mean, he's a big part of the episode, so... I mean, yeah, he's essentially a co-lead, to be honest. Yeah. He's he's yeah. not just like given the villain storyline. He's he's pretty much every 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 cutaway from the Doctor is either Will or John Sim. So I guess it makes sense. Mm, yeah, he's, I was going to say, could the argument be made he is a companion of the episode? I mean, kind of, but not quite. I I see your point. I'm hesitant to 
get on board that train. Yeah. 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 Anyway, you ready for more insufferable tenth doctor? Oh my god, Lawrence. <laughs> Last week, all right, I kept I kept stopping myself from <laughs> from talking and and I, and there was like several points where I mentioned there's a lot I want to say right now, but I have to wait until next week. Yeah. And oh fucking boy, it's time. All right. Okay, all right, please indulge. Oh fucking boy, all right. Um last week we had the time lord victorious right and we ended the episode on a truly dark and frightening note for doctor who and we were like oh what does this mean for the doctor is he has he fundamentally changed is he in this now strange dark place is he terrified of his because of his oncoming death and because of the ramifications of what he done nope all in the fucking bin all right, he's got on a silly little hat. He's got on her Hawaiian lei for some fucking reason. Yeah, uh, and now he's like, "Oh, I'm, look at me! I'm the tenth Doctor. I'm being silly and I'm having fun once again." Turns out, all those ramifications and consequences from last week—they mean absolutely fuck all. See, I'm I, just having a little bit of fun, Ooch Sigma. I, I am inclined I a to funny agree, boy. I know, right? And I'm inclined to agree, but I do think there is an element of like, this is the tenth Doctor, right? Like he, he, someone will face a problem, right? Or like someone, like in in smaller senses, we've seen it before. Someone will acknowledge something in a conversation that he doesn't want to acknowledge, right? Like his mm. feelings for Rose or what happened to the Time Lords, and he will just word vomit or do something doctory and stupid to avoid talking or acknowledging the truth. I know it's bravado, all right? Yeah. I know later on we do get a scene where he is actually, like, scared and stuff. Because yeah, of, yeah. Because of, like, that. But I... It, it's tonal what whiplash. Happened? It is. It's tonal whiplash, especially if you're going from, right from one episode to the next. Because, like... <laughs> which, is, which we didn't. <laughs> which, which we didn't, but, like, we could have. Um, <laughs> and, like... Fuck it. But the ending to last week, it was such a huge monumentous moment. It was yeah. such a big change and a terrifying moment for the Doctor. And I know in universe it has been some time. We don't quite know how long. It's quite vague, but it's people often say it's probably been around about a year for the Doctor and mm. stuff. And he's he's done a lot of stuff. He even mentions, you know, and. I'll come to that in a minute, but you know he's, he's done he's done a lot of stuff. All right, he's been busy. Okay, he certainly it's been, has. It's been exactly. It's been it's been quite a bit. Um, he's been but, busy, right? But it, it's still it it's just I don't know. It just really seems like they just took all this good stuff from last week and all these all these consequences and ramifications and just threw them out the fucking window and went. Now let's just go back to silly goofy Doki Who. And I and I love silly goofy Doki Who. Yeah. Don't get it twisted, all right? <laughs> That's <sounded> weird. Um <laughs> I do love silly goofy Doki Who. But it, like time and a place, you know? Like yeah. it's it's just coming up in, in the, the complete wrong place for me here. If it, it feels a bit non-committal to the idea, because the thing that mm. the thing that I struggle with is that if because, you know, they would say to him multiple times, you shouldn't have delayed. And he's he knows he's coming back for something, right? Yeah. He knows he's coming back to face some type of reckoning, even though he doesn't really know what, yeah. um, that will likely bring about his demise. And the thing that gets me is that I don't ever believe the 10th Doctor in this mind state would would willingly land on the huge yeah. planet. 
That's like, why it seems weird because yeah. he's like he's still in his silly goofy vacation like oh i don't need to think about that mood only mm. he is thinking about it and, and he's he there is to facing up to the consequences <laughs> yeah. yeah it just doesn't make sense totally. he, he should either be he should either be more mature in this moment or someone mm. so, the ood should have fucking hijacked him and he lands yes. somewhere or the tardis sends him somewhere and it's yeah. like grow oh, yeah. the fuck up and i've locked yeah. the door like he fucking like he steps out the tardis and is like hang on this isn't space hawaii or whatever you know like and look we're, we're not writers we often say this right I but am. sometimes an idea is just there <laughs> i am all right I, well, Nate, well nathan's a writer what have you written recently ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A better oh, opening stuff. to this episode of Doctor <laughs> You know, what? I've never told you this, but oh, <laughs> what? I've never. There's like probably two people in the world who know this. Um, it's about to be a few and more. Now yeah, and now I'm putting it on a phone. Unless podcast. you, unless you cut this. <laughs> no, I don't mind. I don't mind. It's just not something I talk about. But <laughs> I have a a secret uh, account on a website where I write and post fan fiction. Do you? Yeah, I do. Genuinely, that's actually quite cool. What kind of what kind of topics? Uh, mostly Raylo, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I, I knew it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have but, you done Doctor Who or been tempted to since starting the podcast? I I did years ago. I haven't in quite a while. Uh, no. Do do Sim and Ten. Do, do Sim, Sim and Do Sim and Ten specifically on that phone call from Sound of Drums. It's not just like fucking slash figs and like. <laughs> no, you know. I know. But, <laughs> but anyway, that's something. Um, I want to read you, some of these. You never will. <laughs> you have so many secrets that you won't tell no, me. It's too much for you, Lawrence. You can't <laughs> handle it. Okay. Um, what was we saying? Uh, so we're not writers. That's what you were saying. No, we're not writers, but I just think sometimes, like su- such simple tweaks. Like I genuinely believe the opening mm. of this episode could be so much more improved by just him stepping out the TARDIS, frantically seeing where he is, trying to get back in the TARDIS, and the TARDIS mm. has locked the door, and it's basically yeah. the TARDIS going, "Fucking deal with it." Yeah. I think but, that would be better. Uh, anyway, he's wearing an ugly brown suit. Uh, see, um, I wanted us to meet in the middle here because he is wearing a um, a blue undershirt that we've seen him wear. He's not wearing his tie. I mean, a little bit. Like you can hardly see it. So he's <laughs> the hair. No, he, he, no, uh, no, no. He's got the he's got the dark navy uh, shirt and a brown t shirt underneath yeah, his shirt. See, again, it's too much brown. It's too much brown. I he's not layering correctly. Yeah. He's not layering correctly. Um, also, who's wearing a t-shirt under a under a shirt? Yeah, and a suit. Well, he's on a snow planet. Uh, I guess that's true. 
Yeah, but yeah. he has gone for the the open collared, dressed down approach. <laughs> well, he's in he's in he's in like a weird mix between a middle aged mum's hat and a Stetson. Like, yeah, it's like it's like a it's like a cowboy hat, but like a cheap straw version. Yeah, somehow. one that your mum's wearing at the, on yeah. the beaches. <laughs> at the, yeah, at the local at the rodeo night down at the, <laughs> the local working club or whatever. <laughs> when you when you have Tenerife at, at ten, <laughs> but, but wrangling at twelve. <laughs> but um, he's got some sunnies on as well. Well, they're the same. It's the is just his glasses that he's Sonic. It's the same ones from the, oh yeah, they that we saw on Planet of the Dead. So oh it's right, those yes. ones. Yeah, is he keeping them sunny? Do you reckon? Uh, or is no. he changing them back now that he's realised they're I, a dual function? I reckon he's he's probably changed them back. Did he wear the glasses in Waters of Mars? I don't think he did. No, because uh, no, the Waters of Mars was a serious bit of TV. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean like the glasses, glasses. Like oh, uh, I. When he needs to like read some stuff on a screen or whatever, you know how he does. Uh, I do know how he does, but I'm I'm struggling to recall now. Yeah. I don't think he did. I don't think he ever we ever saw them. So so maybe they have been in that state since, but I doubt yeah. it. Um, he he locks the tar just like a car. Does the right? Ood know what a car is? No, like why, why would they? <laughs> wasted? Why would they? <laughs> I mean, Ood Sigma's smart, but like, oh, they but see that's a lot. A very... they? They've got a, they've got their seance circle or whatever. Yeah, but that's like a very modern Earth reference, and like, yeah, even today that would be outdated because cars don't actually lock like that. They don't actually blink their lights and go bah, bah, like that, you know. Yeah, it's it, that's definitely a TV trope kind of thing. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's how been... hilarious! Well done, Russell. You made us all laugh with that one. <laughs> look, look, I don't hate it. I do, but at the same time, it's nothing like. And, and then it, and then it's made worse by ten being like you know because I locked it like a car and it's like because it's funny there, get yeah, it there is not a person on earth that didn't understand that yes <laughs> I know ten ah oh. anyway um so we find out it's been a hundred years since the um mm. the doctor was last on the the planet of the Ood and they've like advanced and grown and they've got like big spires and buildings and stuff now Sigma's still everything. wearing his outfit though. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it looks good though. It's good. I, look, I Ood guess it looks good. Sigma but... talk. Here we go. Okay, yeah, it's good. It's beautiful navy <laughs> blue. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what you win? It's fine. <laughs> He's the best dressed dude. <laughs> no, I think ones that are in like robes they look nicer, and the ones got like the brain head. My next note. All right, um, if the dude carry their brains in their hand why does this cunt have a big brain on his head because he's he's head of the circle he's got two brains why does he have two brains and why is one of them in the normal human place and one of them's the youth brain one's for, right. <laughs> one's for being serious one's for being silly no i don't like it, it doesn't make sense one um, one is one is for the circle to share all right so we get the the flashback circle yes where they're all like Oh, we're having bad dreams, and here's stuff that's happening on Earth, and here's here's the master laughing, here's Wilfred, here's Martian Manhunter, here's Lucy Saxon, <laughs> all right? And then fucking... <laughs> and then my nurse says, um, it, it was nice of the Doctor to show the youth some old clips of Doctor Who so they would get caught up on who the master is. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, he literally just gives them the exposition blast. He does. And, and I love that it's presented in the way of he was the prime minister, and then he was. Hang on, let me just show you. And then we just get to see it too. And it's and, <laughs> like it's written as if like, oh, this is this is for the youth, but it's for the general Christmas Day audience who don't know who the master is. Yeah, the youth like, know this. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh. Yeah, it's like when you show your mate a, like a TikTok or a, or a YouTube video they've already seen. <laughs> the youth are just wait politely waiting for the doctor to finish <laughs> zapping that into their brains. Yeah, I um, I I tell you what. I I really notice the quality here because it's HD and then he does flashbacks yes. full screen. Yeah, and I'm like, whoa, it looks shit. That's and it's it's very funny as well when they do the um the flashback of the ring fall in the master's <laughs> ring and then they have the you know the the painted nails like picking it up and it's mm. still like 480p looks like shit but then suddenly cuts to this crisp <laughs> hd shot of this woman's face like oh that was definitely filmed at the same time then wasn't it i i like i like that the doctor is like he's he's zapping this back but then he's like hang on i never saw this you never saw yeah. any of this i know <laughs> this was on the show doctor who you'd walked off at this point uh, I have a fun little fact that you will enjoy, Lawrence. I don't know if you know this. Okay. But, um, the Elder Ood is voiced by Brian Cox from that show you like. Really? Yeah, and he also played um, Sidney Newman in, in Adventure in Space and Time. He did. He did. Yeah, I like. Yeah. I really like Brian Cox. I didn't. He's not doing his his traditional American, American. slash Scottish accent. No, he's he's gone quite like British, I guess. Oh, like, so so already as an editor, I'm sat here thinking I'm going to put hot fuzz dialogue into Timothy Dalton's opening <laughs> monologue, and I'm going to rep- I'm going to replace the the chief Ood with just Brian Cox telling everyone to fuck off <laughs> a million times from Succession. Well, I haven't seen Succession, so I don't get that reference. Not for long. Um, well, we'll see. Um, <laughs> anyway, they all get red eye or whatever, but it doesn't mean anything. Um, yeah, and then it, the dog- it's just there to be like the Ood do this sometimes. Isn't yeah. It? But don't worry about it. It's not bad this time. Um, <laughs> the darkness holds only one thing, the end of time itself. Mm. That's all right. Don't mind that. It's a good line, but I think it's ruined by Timothy Dalton being like, he is returning and they are returning. And it's like, well, okay, cheers. <laughs> Brian Cox, you mean? Uh, no, is, oh, is that him? I thought Timothy yeah, Dalton yeah. was doing some of that as well. No, no, no. That's all the Ood. That's all the Ood going. Oh, I see. Oh, maybe that's why I didn't even register it. I just assumed yeah. it was Timothy Dalton, yeah. No, it was, it was all the Ood, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I yeah. mean, like, just let me watch them return. Don't just yeah. tell me they're returning. <laughs> I like the Ood. The, the Ood are good. Yeah. But I do think they're purely... They're now being written. They, they The Ood have had a hard run of it, right? Because they were just mm. the slaves. Yeah, and then there was a nice, really nice episode of their liberation, and now they're just the expositional people that are mates with the Doctor. Well, in this episode, they are. I think that's very quickly forgotten about. But do they come back an awful lot? The Ood here and there, they've popped up. Yeah, most recently um, in series thirteen, I think the last time we saw one. Interesting. Um, Yeah, but but it's it's quite infrequent. So yeah. Well, I mean, Don't get too as, as a change of showrunner often yeah. stipulates. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not touching any of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what have we got here, Lawrence? Um, I'll tell you what we have got, Nathan. Okay. Okay. We have, um, we have a nice line of dialogue 
um where the <laughs> i mean and we'll get to the prison but i do like that lucy's on screen and the doctor yes. fully knowing her name is lucy goes it's the master's wife yes just <laughs> just just removing any sense of character and individuality she had and just <laughs> any potentially good writing that could have been given to this character just nah, we no. we don't need any of that here it's the master's wife never yeah. never mind i spent a year watching her get terribly abused yeah. And, like, I'm not saying Lucy's perfect. She made some choices and she has to live with that, right? Yeah. But, like... And she did. And she's got a name. Yeah. <laughs> At the bare minimum, give her that. Anyway, let's talk about Lucy. Because okay. we... The, well, the Doctor gets that end-of-time prophecy or whatever, and then he runs back to the TARDIS and he unlocks it like a car. Ha, ha, ha. Very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's <laughs> and he's rushing back to Earth, all right? But whatever. Um, Lucy Saxon is in prison, yes. right? And then her her like warden is like I don't know, come to this meeting in this dark basement that looks like a dungeon in a castle, but I guess it's a prison. Yeah. Um and then they're like Oh <laughs> I don't know what that was. Like, <laughs> You're trying to emphasize how stupid it all is, aren't it's you? It's so stupid. <laughs> My whole note, yeah. Um just says what does it say? Um it just says this whole Saxon ritual is fucking ridiculous, yeah. even for Doctor Who. And this is just some of the worst examples of just Russell's complete just vague nonsense writing yeah because he's just he's just not thinking about any word he's putting down to paper this woman is like the secret books of saxon they speak <laughs> of the potions of life what does any of that mean no All but right? then Lu- but then lucy's mates have engineered the opposite nathan the potions of- we'll get to it we'll get to it lawrence but what does that mean are we are we supposed to believe that while fucking the master was was harold saxon prime minister he somehow writ out some secret ancient fucking <laughs> series of books apparently because it's those yeah, secret books multiple of books Saxon. Of yes he writ out these like ancient scrolls and set up this like devious cult mm. to worship and follow him and he had some weird potions made or something to to resurrect him Look, i'm not saying the guy can't plan for for his death all right sure but yeah. why it's just so like ritualistic and weird and it seems like it's this thing that's been going for centuries and everything but yeah and and also the the worst thing about all of this is that we we specifically know pretty much everything that happened within this master's timeline pretty much because we've this is about like 18 months unaccounted for but like but then he was he was making that terrible website (laughs) (laughs) he was he was doing a lot in those 18 months he He was was, he was he was getting mcfly on the phone to endorse him he was getting mcfly on the phone he was situating himself within government to become prime minister he was running an election campaign yeah but then i suppose when you consider it and most of an mp's job is showing up one day a week and then being like (laughs) What other outside contracts can I make? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Let me just mock trans people in front of this um, recently bereaved mother of a uh, yeah, uh, dead oh trans girl because that's what the fucking prime minister of this country should do. Rishi Sunak, you absolute fucking cunt. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I had I had a labor canvasser at my door the other day and I was oh, yeah. in the middle of tidying. And I, firstly, I've I got no time for people to come to my door anyway. Or You can have the best of intentions. Right. I think you told this story already. No, well, I mean, this happened this week, so I'd be surprised oh, okay. if I could, unless I can travel in time. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> like some other people I know from this show. Uh, and he, yeah, and he, he came to my door and he was like, who are you voting for? And I was like, not the Tories. And he was like, how likely are you to invite me in so that we can chat? And I was like, not very, mate, I'll be honest. <laughs> was this guy a vampire? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> how likely are you to invite me into your home? <laughs> I cannot cross the threshold unless you invite me in. Look, I- I'm sat here like, look, I'll, I'll vote later. I'm not, ha- I'm not happy about it because they are plastic Tories at this point, but I'm, I'm just, I can't have the real thing anymore. I need the You've Tories. You've told gone. this exact story. Like... Uh, then, it, then it's happened twice. <laughs> okay. Um... All right, weird. Um, anyway, fucking yeah, the whole cult thing—it's just so bad. It's just nothing, isn't it? It's yeah. just—it's just words, <laughs> and like, but none of them mean anything. So my, this is my thing with the whole return of the master, right? And we've long like joked about this as well. We have long, yeah. like We often say, we often just say, like the secret books of Saxon. They speak of the potions of life, just because it's funny. Because like, because but that's all it's for. It's funny, but it's not supposed to be funny. I know. Though. I know. It re- Russell thought it's that you know that meme where it's like the the scroll writing and it's like on fire as it as it <laughs> yeah, Russell yeah. thought he was he was doing that with his... in in confidential you said it already but in confidential he said like I've always known this I've always known how yeah. the master would return bullshit and then yeah uh, and he said writing this came really easy I'm like yeah I can tell it's a first pass <laughs> like I can tell you didn't revisit it <laughs> yeah it does feel like just a first pass and and no one just went Maybe maybe what, take another swing at that one, Chief. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, the thing that bothers me about the Master's Return is in Doctor Who, hmm. you're graced with really only few characters that need no explanation, right? The Daleks yeah. and the Master are known to evade hmm. death at every corner and always yeah. come back in some form of another. The Master ran out of regenerations? No, he didn't. Fuck you, is it? Yeah, the master like, is one of those glorious characters where you can fully have an on-screen death of him or, or them. You can have like you can see that character physically die on screen. Yeah, and then like two or three seasons later, someone else can be like, "It's me, the master," and you're like, "Yes, I love this. This is yeah. great. The master is back, and it works." There's and a beauty in not need- knowing. You don't need to be like, and this is how I survived, yeah. Doctor. It's like, it does not fucking matter. Like, <laughs> you're a mischievous cunt. You just yeah. did mischief, and now you're back, all right? That's all I need. Ma- the Master is a planner, right? Yes. Like, there is nothing that, like, everything that the Doctor does, the Master can do. But the difference yes. is the Master doesn't have any morals, so he'll break lines that the Doctor won't. Right? And he'll, yeah. he'll, he'll cross into boundaries that the Doctor wouldn't explore. So if he's back, or they're back... They're just back. Like, it doesn't need explaining. And if you're going to explain it, like, come on, man. As a kid, that fucking red fingernail picked up that that ring. And I was like, I can't wait for that. And it's a prison warden? Yeah, it's just some prison warden. Fucking just, come on! Who was just wearing red nail polish for no <laughs> reason. Like, they really made a sense of that, like, red nail polish. Like, yeah. who, oh, this and is And he's something. doing it again! Yeah, and it's the exact same thing. The exact same thing happens. I don't care this time if it's a prison warden again. I, uh, and and it's also just a prison warden that takes her to another prison warden. Yes, it means nothing. She's no one. <laughs> Oh my god. Um anyway, it is bad. But um they they need a DNA sample from Lucy. Alright. 
Now, I'm no scientist, okay? <laughs> Catherine, I am not, yeah. okay? Yeah, yeah. But, I, I call me fucking crazy, <laughs> all right? Some guy but I it. would think, if you had been in prison for two fucking years, all right, and you had not kissed your dead psychopathic husband in over two fucking years, and presumably you had washed and bathed multiple times yeah. in that time. Or just then, eaten food. Or just done literally fucking anything. <laughs> Lick your a lips. Drink. Yes, all right? Call me crazy, but I don't think his DNA and somehow your lipstick from those events would still be on your lips. But again, I hold my hands up. Yeah. I am not a scientist, okay? <sighs> yeah, look, this is... My, my exact note just says, how long has it been since she washed her mouth? I know. Like, I understand she's in a prison, but she's eaten food. She's, she's alive, so she's eaten food and she's drunk water. She looks well enough. She doesn't look messy or yeah, anything. She doesn't, she's not, like, malnourished. She looks no. fine. Yeah. I mean, she's not having the best day, but look, it's, she's as good as you can hope for being... In prison, going through like secret trials with no jury or something, <laughs> and also, yeah, why, why any of this? Yeah. Why? The, what's the secret trial for? You're obviously not obeying the law. I, I, I don't mind the secret trial thing. I, I kind of see that as like that would be something unit set up because, like, oh, okay, yeah, they, they don't like no one really knows like what the fuck happened and shit, and they can't. Well, no one like, knows anything happened really. They yeah, just know exactly. that there was a prime minister that. He yeah. brought a little beach ball that assassinated the president-elect. Yeah, they're just like, oh, you're under arrest because you killed this man who doesn't exist or whatever. Yeah. And she <laughs> did a lot of bad shit, but whatever. Um, anyway, um, but somehow she knew about this ritual and was able to counteract it with her own ritual or some shit. Well, for, hang on, before we, before we even get that, we actually get the man himself. It's his turn to have a oh. big blue light in the sky. Yes, yes. Um... Oh, yeah, because Lucy says his name isn't even Harold Saxon. And then that woman, in the most dramatic way possible, goes, and this was written also (laughs) for his name is the Master. Never dying. Never, never dying. Never, never dying. He's already insane before he's supposed to be insane. You know, I mean, he's always a bit insane, isn't he's he? He's always like, a bit insane, but like he, they take the insanity off the charts in this episode. They do, um, and he's already just a bit insane before he's even supposed to be. But whatever. I, um, look, I'm. Do you know what? It's John Sim as the master. Like I don't like how good. it's given to me. Yeah, but it, but like his never dying, never dying. Like all of that ego and that that sense of just like. He's in the room, and suddenly he's the only person I'm looking at. Because he's just... Yeah. He's so good in this role. Because he's hot. And he's hot. He's and, and right. he, he doesn't Not even have hot. his frosted tips yet. He doesn't. No, he doesn't have his... his I actually quite like the new look, but we'll, we'll talk I do about too. It, but, <laughs> but, um, anyway, he's back. He's a, he's a big blue boy. He's mm. never dying. Um, but then Lucy counteracts it somehow, because she's also been planning it with this guard who yeah. has a secret anti-potion to the potion. Um, well, she she, had, she was never very bright, Nathan, by right, her own yeah, declaration. She, she tells us that she was never very bright, but... Russell thinks nepotism. I'm dumb. <laughs> yes. She was never very bright, but she's a nepotism baby. So yeah, her family yeah. had connections. Um, so she was able to get into the room um, and, and get a, a secret anti-potion, I guess. I, I understand that, like... 
Also, I, I, I take offense to this issue of like writing Lucy in general, which is no secret. We had a big old discussion <laughs> on it with Catherine, um, yeah. like at end of season three. Um, but like not the best is it? It's look, it's not the best. And the thing that bothers me is like Lucy has been shown to be quite a calculating character. Yes, like someone that's able to get where she is. But like, yeah, she 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 is abused, and she does like she gets pushed to the corner whenever the master's in the room. But to get by his side and to gain the master's trust and to not be one of the few people the master can be in a room with and not kill. Yeah, she's calculating enough. And it, and it, and it, it's just slightly frustrating that she's like, I'm dumb, but yeah. other people that aren't dumb made this for me. Like, well, she, there was no reason why she couldn't have gone. What do you think I've been doing in this cell all these years? This is dumb yeah. as well, but at least I did it. It feels quite unnecessary to yeah. just be like, I'm stupid, but other people gave me this potion. So, <laughs> and luckily for you. me, I can throw it at you. Yeah. That's what I've been trusted with: throwing yes. it a meter forward. Anyway, till death do us part, Harry, and then she blows herself up. So. I-, I like that Lucy knew the whole time. She was like, I mm. knew that you'd come back. I'm like, you seemed pretty surprised a minute ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the whole thing, it's like set up as Lucy is like, don't do this. Ah, this is terrible. And it's a big shock and surprise to her. But then she's like, ha ha. I actually knew this. All of- it's, like <laughs> a, it's like a really cheesy Sherlock Holmes moment mm. where like, I think it was even like a sketch or a joke about it somewhere. Like, I don't know where it's from, but I have it in my mind. That there's like a... <laughs> a joke like about Sherlock and like Moriarty where like sh- like Moriarty is like oh, I've got you now Sherlock here's this thing but then Mo- Sherlock is like well actually I knew you was going to do this thing so here's a counteract to that and then Moriarty is like well actually I knew that you would and it just goes, it just on goes and up on and, and escalates and escalates they're just playing hot potato with reveals yeah, yeah. exactly I- it's, it's kind of just like that where it doesn't really make sense but yeah whatever man. i saw i like... saw a great sherlock meme once that was like um it was a picture of benedict cumberbatch looking really shocked and it said sherlock when he figures out the bad guy's name is an anagram for bad guy or something <laughs> <laughs> and he's like rearranges the letters and it's like oh no and he like does them in his mind yeah he's, he's like oh. swiping on screen <laughs> oh man we've gone on too many rants about that oh. show no, um, not not on on this podcast or any podcast. I don't think just in general. Yeah, I, I think there is one out there somewhere. I've no idea what show and what episode, but there is definitely a. Oh, is there? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, um, anyway, time to uh, yeah. So the, the 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 prison is blown up. Yes. Um, Everyone's dead, including the master. Ooh. Oh, but we see him, Nathan. <laughs> He's on security footage from the most sexually charged father and daughter dynamic ever put to screen. What's going on here, mate? This uh, is so they're, weird. The father and daughter. Yeah. But Why they, are they looking they, at each other like that? They gave them such weird, mm. like, tension and chemistry between them. And, like, don't get me wrong. Like, Martian Manhunter is a, is a charismatic... He plays Martian Manhunter. Yeah, Bill. yeah. He's a, he's a very charismatic and handsome man, all right? He's, he's like, he's, he's doing good stuff. He's got that rich, timbery voice. He's got a great stuff. voice. Yeah. It's great. Um... 
And this this girl seems obsessed with Christmas for some reason. Yeah, she's like, she seems obsessed with a few things. Oh, that would be such a Christmas present. <laughs> I want this as a, a Christmas present for me, please. <laughs> it's such a strange back and forth between them. Like he's like know. touching, he's like booping her nose. And yes. he's like, nothing but the best for my little girl. <laughs> I'm the best daddy in the world. And I'm like, stop all of this. Stop. This... this this is why the episode is just stuffed with nonsense. Because yeah. who the fuck are these characters? And why are they here? All right? This could it's, have been anything else. Yeah, It's just a vessel so we can have the other shit happen. There is no real reason for these characters to be as involved in this episode as they are. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just so just nothing presented And they have long you. scenes as well. Very long scenes <laughs> where they say fucking nothing. Just yeah. so much... Oh, anyway, I don't like they, it. They see, they see on the security footage of the prison blowing up that um, it's like that shot from Deadpool <laughs> where there's just a, a figure, naked figure running out of the flames. That's um, pretty much what's going on there. I don't know the show you're talking about, but okay. Well, all right. Well, then just pretend it was something funny that I said. All right. Anyway, Wolf's going to the pub. He tells Donna and Sylvia that he's just off for a few down the local. He's um, been right shifty about it. <laughs> but actually, he's uh, he's doing a big operation, Lawrence. He's uh, <laughs> he's meeting up with the Silver Cloak, um, and he just basically tells a bunch of old people about the Doctor. Really. So this is the thing, right? And this is where I, I said to you mm. before we started recording that there are points that might frustrate you in this episode. Right, mm. because I can fully admit, and for, mo- for most of this, I think I'm coming around to be on your side. Right, this is not a great episode of TV. Yeah, and there are some things that are really dumb. Yeah, this is one of those things. But I will introduce my first caveat here: that being, I don't care. This is great. <laughs> I love this. The Sorry. silver cloak are amazing. <laughs> I don't think it's great. All right. <laughs> Yeah. I like Wilf, all right? And that, that's love, largely where I'm at. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like Wilf. Wilf is a good bit of fun. Bernard Cribbins, obviously, a, a great actor who, like, just everyone fell in love with Don, mm. which is why he's here, by the way, because, yeah. like, just everyone fucking loved this guy. And they're like, <laughs> oh, let's bring him back because, you know, he's great. Let's make him the companion for the episode. Um, and it is good to see, and it is nice to have this. Um, but they, oh, they, I don't like the silver cloak. I just... <laughs> It's and there's and there's a there's like reasons like but they come a little bit later and it just gets confusing and makes no sense but yeah um but sure well I don't I don't mind Will it's just a, a bit good of... group of OAPs and he's yes. got the retirement bus out <laughs> yes I know and and you know it's it's just a bit of fun I don't need to be too critical about this but, yeah but whatever anyway um. He, he he's telling them about the doctor. He says he wears a brown suit, sometimes a blue suit, if only this week. But <laughs> unfortunately, it's not meant to be. I like, ever wear the blue suit in front of Wilf? Um, I feel like Tontaran Stratagem, he was wearing it. Yeah, I think he... Yes, he was, actually. Yeah. yeah. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. We know too much about this fucking show. <laughs> uh, I like I like Bernard Cribbins performance, but he's like, he's got that <clears throat> sticky up hair and he just does this little gesture yeah. on his head. Yeah, oh, <laughs> it's very yeah. fun. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I I have more to say about the silver cloak in a bit, but but we'll we'll touch that there for now. Sure. Um, there's a burger van, all right. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and 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 much like I'm a, not a scientist, Lawrence. Yes, I'm also not a, a business owner uh, <laughs> or proprietor of, of a, a burger van. Okay. Yeah. And and if I did have a burger van, I would probably park it somewhere like you know that has relatively good foot traffic, or you know, in a town or a city somewhere. Yeah. I wouldn't park it in the middle of a fucking barren wasteland. <laughs> um, but hey. Again, maybe I'm missing something. What Look, do you think? I hate to do this to you. It's a charity for the homeless. All right, and it, it is it. But part- why they're then charging for the? Wait, is this guy? Is this guy who's like fucking with ginger? Are they homeless? Yeah. So that yeah. Look, I will say it's really unclear. Um, okay. Because they just feel like two guys at work. Yeah, that, like, that's exactly because, like he says, like fucking, this is Ginger. He's da- I even have a know about it. He's down from Huddersfield, mm. so I thought you'd like on some fucking work experience thing or yeah. some shit. But no, they're, they're just homeless. So, so it's um, and you find this out in Confidential as well. More. Oh, this, about this it. makes some of my other notes seem quite mean. <laughs> oh no! Look, look, I look. I think there's um, Russell certainly does exude this certain view about the homeless in Confidential. Uh, maybe oh no! Not, I must have missed this. Oh, it's not—it's not brilliant stuff. Oh, he, like, he calls them tramps, doesn't he? I think that as well. But he's also like the masters down in the dumps with the dirty oh. ones, and it's like, oh, oh no. come on, mate, yeah. <laughs> but uh, right. look, it's a—it is a quarry in Wales, obviously. Yes. As as we're better for a final showdown. It's, um, it's not—it's not a quarry. It's just—it's just like an abandoned dock. Really? Yeah, it's like just, there's a disused just, warehouse that's abandoned. Yeah, yeah, it's just abandoned, like, fucking thing. Obviously, okay, to be fair, I didn't, I wasn't aware of this. I thought it was just a burger van just selling burgers. And I guess it makes sense now because I didn't see any money change hands for the burgers. So. Yeah, and they seem they seem to know each other. And I there, there is a line about, um, and we'll, I'll, let's not go into this because someone might bring yes. it up later on in a later segment. Okay, um, well, okay. There's a specific line about making food last yes, all day. Yes, and I do have a note about that line. But <laughs> if you're saving that for a later segment, then I might have to wait. But, uh, yeah, but I'd I appreciate makes, it if you did. That makes more sense now. But yeah. has always been something that struck me as odd. But all right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it does make more sense. I think it's still criminal. Um, anyway, so yeah, they get themselves a burger. Um, yeah. But a hooded figure arrives, who is lively on his feet, to say the least, Nathan. Yeah, the ma- he, we get the reveal of the master being blonde. No. Yeah, he, he pulls down his hood, and he's <laughs> he's, he's very hungry. Um, I like the look. Uh, you know, it's a good I look. It's it's a good look. There's some for some reason the the blonde, um, the like the messy, dirty blonde, and the the like the black hoodie and, and trousers and the the messy look. It, it kind of works for some reason. I I think it does because the last time you see him, he's very put together in his black. Yeah, he's, he's got like a black funeral suit for yeah. like both of his appearances, and he's very put together and he's very well groomed. And here he's got a bit mm. of dirty stubble. He's got like a messy bleached blonde that obviously has shown that his body has been through some signs of distress. Yeah, um, I, I quite like that. I like Russell's point in the confidential quite a lot about how he he has. I don't like particularly how he compared him to like a homeless person, but like he does. He's on the right track with elements of the master and the doctor. It used to be this very uh, uh, elegant pairing of gentlemen mm, that were very yeah. like you know got together in a manor house and and the kind of Sherlock and Moriarty of it all. Like, well, I've done this. Well, I have also mm. done that, and yeah. like this very back and forth. And now the master is just like. He's wearing a hoodie. He hasn't shaved. 
He's got yeah. nothing other than this burger. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I like the look. Um, yeah, all right, got to skip over this next note because of reasons we just <laughs> talked about. Um, but yeah, the master is dropping in. He's fucking going to town on this burger. He's yeah. just absolutely demolishing it because he's starving. <laughs> and then we get a bit of... Um, another thing we've often... Um, repeated and made fun of quite a bit is when he just goes pork and beef and fat and cheesy <laughs> chips and gravy and, and meat and hot red meat and, Look, and all this sort of stuff this is this is my next moment right this seems <laughs> terrible but i love it it's so good <laughs> it's it's terrible all right Look, it, it's good because John Sim sells it, all right? Yeah, he really does. John, and, and it's impossible to sell this. Yeah, John Sim puts everything into it. He he really fucking goes in and, like, wiping the fucking burger wrapper over his face and covering yeah. himself in the grease. And he's like, doctor, 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 don't smell me. Doctor, get rid of the smell. <laughs> and, and he's like, and he's really fucking... grease and hot, sticky fat. He's he's really committing to this just fucking insane version yeah. of the this really feral, just fucking completely insane version of the master, which is, uh, and it is good. He does a good performance of it, whether or not the character is good and whether or not it makes <laughs> sense is another story. But but he does a good performance of it though. Yeah. So I will say that. Yeah. I also quite like that. Like it, it's set off. Uh, by <laughs> by Ginger, who has been told by this other guy, right? Yeah. Has, he's like, oh, he doesn't talk much. And the one yeah. fucking thing he says sets off this lunatic. Like, it's just like, you, you couldn't have shut up for two more minutes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so Ginger recognizes him. He's like, oh, you look like that bloke. Yeah. Um, and Master has a good chuckle about it. He's like, ha ha, isn't that funny? <laughs> I, I do like that he, he does the he does this weird little thing with his hands where he goes, a master of disguise. Mm. And he like, he waves his hand over his face. And, and that's been a thing about the Master. We, we haven't really had the sense of that in the classic, in the revival era, but he's often like putting on costumes and hiding himself. And yeah. he is like a master of disguise. And, and, you know, some of that does come later down the line and stuff, but he's often like, hiding and tricking and pretending to be like a friend to the doctor or someone and he's like haha it's me actually and he's, he's the, always the one time he makes it. this like public declaration of who he is it just yeah like the master always is known for he's his own worst enemy it just yeah. bites him in the ass and he's like oh for fuck's sake i can't go he's anywhere such, now he's such a mischievous little boy um and it's good fun um yeah. But yes, he he's he's been snuffed out. He's stuck looking like the old prime minister, um, and he's a big skeleton boy as well now. As he well. is. He's um, skeletal. It, look, it looks like shit. It's <laughs> and I think I figured out what's wrong with it. I think I figured out why it's like when he's like he goes X-ray mode and why he fucking looks like that. Why it looks so bad? Yeah, I think it's the eyes. It's right? definitely the eyes. It's the yeah. eyes. It's because the eyes. We go to we go from seeing like John Sims eyes and then we get the full round eyeball as he mm. goes full skeletal mode. It's and it just looks wrong. They should have like made the eyes like like blackened them out or done something yeah. weird like or something. Or but just yeah, keep John eyes. Sims eyes. Track John Sims eyes onto this design. Yeah, yeah. Because like it's... those are his eyes. His eyes don't look different. 
<laughs> the eyes just do not make it work at yeah. all. It, it's yeah, it looks really bad. Um, I, I've always been forgiving of the design of it, mainly because I really like this grotesque sound effect that comes with it. This kind of like yeah. every time he changes, it's just like yeah. it feels painful. Yeah, uh, dinner time is very funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's just funny isn't it <laughs> it's it's yeah um and uh they fly now question mark uh they fly now they uh, fly now <laughs> i guess i mean like he's his the, it's more the, jumping isn't it? it yeah it's jumping it's it's the early concept of superman he can leap yes. tall buildings in a single bound like it's yeah it's i mean this is all wrong right because the concept the, this has come about because of this acute mixture of the potions of life and also the potions of death. Yes. And and that's resulted in him having electricity powers. He's he's somehow he's somehow dying and like on his last like sort of like breath, but also more in powerful than he's ever been at the same time. Yes. You know? It's and like it, a weird concoction of both. It, it really. is. And it like it feels like he needs to eat people. As we see, yeah. the the charity van worker has been completely like 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 he's picked the roast chicken and the burger and everything else like it's every bit of meat is gone so i did have a note that like i said so i guess he's a cannibal now but then mm. i was like but oh well tech is he technically because it's a different species so uh, it's not technically cannibalism no not i guess not we eat chickens we're not cannibals yeah, yeah. so but still you know it's definitely strange it's weird mm. it's weird yeah Maybe we should um, realign. We should look, take a look at ourselves, Nathan. <laughs> Maybe we should. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, he's just straight up eating people now. So there we go. And uh, and that's fine. He's having fun, right? Like, <laughs> well, I don't know if it's fine, but <laughs> I like it because he's going crazy, right? And he's got all these neck veins popping out. Yes. And it's screaming dinner time. Um, Again, dinner time is very funny. But... Can the can the doctor and the master have always sniffed each other out? Well, um... Because there's, the... there's a lot of emphasis on them sniffing each other out. So, going back to series one, okay? Yeah. Um, the ro- do- the Doctor, uh, Christopher Eccleston, tells Rose um, and dr- at the end of, uh, end of the world, I think it is, um, that his planet's gone and that he's the last of the Time Lords. Yeah. Um, and Rose says, you know, there might be others out there. And the Doctor says, no, I'd know. In, in here he says like mm. he he would know um and then in um the 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 sound of drums i think it is or or whatever at the end of series three um the 10th doctor mentions that as soon as he sees the doc the master he'll know who he is yeah there, there's always been this sense of time lords being able to recognize each and other sp- species wise that makes sense because of the regeneration yeah. aspect like yes yes exactly exactly um but it's just kind of evolved to this sniffing thing though i guess which but... i think is the most juvenile way of dumbing it down like yeah i can sniff you out yeah and you shouldn't be able to like cloak your scent i understand they're going for this feral dog mm. master type thing mm um that is very visceral and very like i can sniff the doctor down but then the doctor's sniffing him back down and i'm like we do get then a lot of shots of 10 just like standing in an abandoned dock just having a good sniff about this this is my thing this is the thing with this next scene right they just look like stray dogs looking at each other from a distance (laughs) and they're just they're they're just kind of like like, cats when they just stare at each other they're not quite sure neither animal wants to make a move right like 
My dog and then does... one of them does that thing where they're like back arches, <laughs> yeah, just like staring at the other one, <laughs> just ready to like. I'm not sure what's going on here, but I don't like it. And it, and it is kind of that, right? It's just them looking at each other, and then the master but, but, goes, but, ah. Before, but but before they do the cats looking at each other, I don't know if you picked up on the subtlety of this, Lawrence. Okay, um, but the master, he he bangs an oil drum four times okay but lawrence not only does he bang it four times yeah he bangs that he does that four times all right he bangs he bangs the oil drum four times and then he does that four times so 16 in total four or four do you get it i get it nathan yeah it's I, so I, it's so because we, we was told lawrence i don't know if you know <laughs> but we was given a prophecy all right that he will knock four times okay Look, never Never before has a vague prophecy wanted me to believe something that I don't believe so much. <laughs> okay. Because I'm like, it's not going to be this, though, is it? Like, it's just... Well, we don't know. No, I, I guess we don't. Look. To be fair, when we did get the, the prophecy of four times, and I remember this very clearly, everyone instantly went, the master. Yeah, because of the, the, the archangel yeah. network. The, 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 yeah. The, yeah, exactly, because of the drumming, yeah. I would have really preferred it if they had lent into the master misdirector earlier and the the four knocks we always hear were always in that quick succession of da 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 I don't know what you mean by misdirect. Well, oh yes, my apology. <laughs> yeah. I'll keep that one shut. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just think... <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> uh, isn't the doctor a sight for sore eyes, Nathan, says Wilf. Until yeah. the doctor basically punches him in the face and is like, get out of the fucking way. <laughs> yeah, so the doctor's chasing the master, but then he gets interrupted by Wilf and he just like shoves past He's him. He's like, move! <laughs> He's like, get out of my way! That's an old man! That's <laughs> an old man. Um, and here's some criticisms of the Silver Cloak for you. Yeah. This scene makes no fucking sense, all right? <laughs> and just one specific part of it, really. Okay. Because like... They they find the doctor, and clearly they've all come there together yeah. to find the doctor. So they've all been together whilst looking for the doctor. Yeah. But then for some reason, fucking Minnie the Menace feels it necessary to explain the process of how they all got there to them. All right, because and I've written it down verbatim. All right, she okay, says, please. <laughs> she says the silver cloak. It worked because Wilf phoned Betty, who phoned June, and her sister lives opposite. Bro- Broadfell, and she saw the police box, and her neighbor saw this man heading east. All right, we all know we was fucking with you. Okay. Also, <laughs> I, I, I quite so- like Russell. Look at your script yeah. just just once before you submit it, please. I beg of you. Do you know how big East London is? I know it's fucking huge, <laughs> it's fucking massive. Oh my! It's clearly right. It's so very clearly just exposition for the audience yeah, as yeah. to how the fucking the group found the doctor. But it's just so lazily delivered. It's not even looked at again. It's like, yeah, that'll do. Doesn't make any sense, but whatever. It's it's man. the worst version of what I used to love about Russell's mm. writing because Jackie was always doing shit like this. Jackie was yeah. always being like, and you know my mate Tony from down the shops, he said to this person that said to that person, the blah, blah, blah. Mm. Jackie was always on that shit, but it was really funny because I just think the way Jackie delivers it was brilliant. 
even with Jackie, it wasn't delivered somewhat to someone who already knew all about that yeah, and was yeah. there with Jackie for the entire time that <laughs> happened. That's like that's like me and you walking to the shops, coming back and seeing someone else, and then yeah. me saying to you, we just walked to the shops and now we've seen this person. <laughs> yeah, you true. fucking know that. You've been there with me. <laughs> oh. um, anyway. I- what, what you what, right? What you make of the randiest old bitch you ever did see, Nathan? Hate it, hate it. She's so horny. Hate it, hate it. <laughs> I, uh, I have a note here. Everyone thinks the Doctor is hot. That's a bit of fun. Don't mind that. Yeah, a bit of fun. Everyone, everyone loves David Tennant because he's very hot. It's that classic. Oh, you're so sexy, David Tennant. Once again, um, but but then Minnie gropes him, and I'm like, oh, the that's scene, funny, the isn't scene it? in a vacuum is actually the most. And the closest uh, version of the meme um, <laughs> flirting versus harassment we've ever got. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it's that. <laughs> you know, they're like, it's... oh, you didn't tell me he was handsome. It's been a while since I've had a photo with a handsome man. And I like That's that. That's fine. Yeah, do that. Leave it there. Yeah. Why Why do we need to have mini groping? Lo- it... Loads of grannies say stuff like that. Like, oh, he's handsome, isn't he? Like, yeah. Oh, like, they, they love a bit of that. You you go to any function with your family, and then there's all these old ladies there. And I tell you what, as a young a young handsome boy, nothing filled my ego more than a bunch of old <laughs> ladies being like, "Oh, he's growing. He's so big. And he's <laughs> handsome yeah, yes, boy. Look at these muscles, ladies. Like, yes, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Behold my majesty in my divine presence. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, don't need the the grope. Just. Yeah, you just straight up don't things. need it, do you? Yeah. yeah, just adds nothing. Yeah. And also, I, David Tennant's reaction is like... <laughs> Calm down, mate. <laughs> it's No, I think it's fair, but like, it's it's one of those things where like... I, I don't know how to crit- critique this, but like, it's like he, he wanted to do a, a stereotypical doctor reaction... But if you think about it, it doesn't really make sense because okay, he's like, because it, it's just the way he's like, is that your hand? Because like you already know, but then you're playing it as if she's touched you on hand, you know? Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see? guess that makes sense. See? Yeah. But like, I, whatever. That's nothing. But like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, look, it's not, not, not a great little tidbit in the scene anyway. Um, no. Just for the nature of like, it's not funny. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, not, it's not not that funny. Yeah, I mean, you know, whatever, two thousand nine. But I like to think we're a bit beyond like writing, mm. just groping people as a joke. I, I also, I also I like, I, 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 there's a part of me that does hold Russell to a higher standard because he's shown he's very capable of this stuff in an earlier time setting. Like, where? What, what do you mean? Like where? he, he has he. he He's always been very vocal about liking being forward thinking and quite progressive, and like you're even seeing that now with the return of his era. Yeah, but not really in this era. No. I, th- I think he's, there's been some ideas. Haven't there? I can't it, remember any specifically, time. but for the time, yeah, yeah. But the trouble is, we're in a different time now. Yeah, um, for the, for that time, like what the little bits that we got, I suppose, were like welcome. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Look at like the first three episodes of Torchwood, which, to be fair, I don't think he wrote. Did he write Torchwood? I, uh, I mean, he, he, was he definitely had a hand it. in it. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> some crook stuff in that. There, there's so. some very. Who will Gwen Cooper sleep with today? 
<laughs> who will Owen sexually assault today? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, anyway. And whatever. ultimately, as it always comes down to a torture, who will be shot in the head today? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, we get to... I presume this is the scene that you, yes. you like the most? Yeah. The cafe scene is the, the one good scene in the episode. Mm. Um, and it's because it's not overstuffed with nonsense, you know? <laughs> and it birthed the meme, I'm going to die. I, yeah, I have that note. It's, it's a good... It's a good, just the out of nowhere. It's like... It's a good, like, ten seconds of silence, and then... <laughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> Which is quite... It's the silence that sells it. It really is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right so this is this is the shining light this is the light in the in the dark of this episode why why do you like this yeah this is the jewel in the pile of shit um just because (laughs) like it's good and yeah as i said it's not overstuffed with nonsense it's just very simple it's just wilf and ten at a table just having a conversation about the fact that and ten actually being open and vulnerable for once and actually Mm. talking about the fact that he is going to die and how he's actually quite fucking scared of that and you know and how he's talking about his um his fears of regeneration that you know it's it's not quite dying but it's just as good as because everything you are just perishes and then some new bloke goes sauntering away yeah and all this sort of stuff which is quite an interesting way to to think about it really i, I love the the idea of like and i and i know it you know the later episodes come to address this but like i do quite like that this is one of the few doctors that mm. really does view it in a way that I think is quite, and maybe it's his affection for humanity and how much time this doctor in this era has spent on earth with humans. Yeah. That there's a, there is a fear there, right? And, and there's almost a resentment and a jealousy for whoever the next doctor is, mm. um, David Morrissey, but no. <laughs> um, there, there's, there's absolutely this part of him that is jealous that he's not going to be the one at the wheel. Yeah. Um and I and I and I quite like that. Like dying and regeneration are one in the same. It doesn't matter that some that he will continue to live in some form of another. It will be a different life and it won't be Ten's life. I have mixed feelings on that concept. I have I, I have mixed feelings on. on the idea that Ten is like jealous about what's to come. And that feeds into the regeneration scene itself, which obviously we won't talk about until next week. Yeah. Um, but when he becomes David Morrissey, when he becomes David Morrissey, but there's, I don't know. I tens regeneration is an odd one for me. And this, again, this is a conversation. I feel like this week, the, next week is where it will get heated. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll get into that next week, but, but I have thoughts, let's say, okay. And um, Donna is back kind mm. of, um, uh, yeah 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 well she's back she's here it's good to see her yeah um just giving a, a parking attendant attitude basically as she should as she should yeah because they scourge of the earth nothing to society yeah. professional snitches what a bunch of fucking losers <laughs> i can just imagine someone listening to this getting ready for work because their job is a parking attendant <laughs> well don't oh. show up do us all the favor stay home Lauren, sorry. No, I understand. <laughs> Some people just need. There's a job. It's a job, isn't it? A job yeah. needs to. It's the people that created the job of parking attendant that fuck yeah. me off. Yeah, yeah. Um, go make your money, but at the same time, there's there must be a small part of those people that have to understand. Like, it's just the most irritating thing on the planet. <laughs> I'm going to get you out of this hole that you're digging by moving on. <laughs> um, she's now engaged to yes. uh, Sean. We see Sean for the first time, a young boy. 
Um, he's kind of a nothing guy seen. yet. Well, yeah, but he's a nice guy. Yeah, I, I yeah. My affection for Sean comes later, so it's like hard to talk I about Sean Lawrence. I don't know what you mean. This is the only time we ever see Sean. Oh yes, okay? my mistake. <laughs> oh no, we do see him next week. <laughs> no, well, we see the master next week. Yeah. I, again, I don't know what you mean. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I thought this this was funny, right? Because they they speak about how like. Wilf was saying the, the whole reason Wilf has gone to this calf was to bring the doctor there. He's for so the fast one. He has, yeah, yeah. which is quite yeah. sneaky of Wilf. It's been, well, they, well, they get to the cafe and the doctor's like, "We passed like ten cafes on the way. What's so special about this he's one?" Like, oh, like, oh, oh, off oh. we go. And he's like, "Oh, don't worry about it. Just, let's go get a coffee." <laughs> he does this Wilf thing of just like being like, <laughs> just not saying anything. Yeah, um, I, 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 I like this right, but like. I don't know, right? Because Wilf, Wilf is essentially kind of, Donna's father. He is her father figure. Kind of right? funny how last week we said next week's definitely going to be sure. And we're at <laughs> an hour and a half and we're not even close to the end. <laughs> no. <laughs> Look, all right. We're about halfway through the episode and then yeah. then we'll do the letters. Yeah. Um, I think it's quite... It's ruthless to hear... Essentially, if Sean had heard this, mm. right, your father-in-law figure, right, because that's what yeah. Wilf is to Sean, yeah. right, his like stand-in father-in-law, to refer to your marriage with Donna as Donna making do. <laughs> yeah, but but okay, yeah, I know, I see what you're saying, yeah. but he is he is nice to Sean, like he is, he is, he is yeah. saying like he's sweet enough and stuff, and and. And I think he's more just talking about her situation in general. I don't think he's necessarily saying, like, Sean is some consolation prize to the Doctor yeah. or anything. Well, the, the Doctor was never a romantic prospect. Well, never. Yeah. It was never a thing between the two. It was joked about a lot, and they were like, oh, Mr. and Mrs. Mm. Smith, Mr. and Mrs. Doctor. And they're like, whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa Slow the fuck oh, down there. <laughs> hold your fucking horses, sunshine. <laughs> Absolutely not. I am. Um... Um, yeah. But no, no, I... I I like Sean. He's a he's a yeah. nice bloke, and you know uh, reasons. Any <laughs> yes. uh, any nice. particular thoughts on both of them scraping by, making minimum wage, but able to afford a flat in London? Um, well, you you that's fine. I reckon it's not possible. But, but it, it, no, two thousand nine is. I guess like, so. Yeah. The the fucking housing market, the fucking rental fucking thing wasn't as fucked up as it is today as it was back then. Yeah. Um, and by fucked up, you mean untenable. Like, and, and completely impossible, yeah. unless you're a fucking millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> I worked really but, hard and my parents only gave me yeah. 20 grand. <laughs> yeah. But you and your partner had a flat in London when you wasn't earning very much. Uh, yeah, I guess this is outside of the cent- central London yeah, as well. It's, yeah. yeah, it's not central. It's prob- they got probably somewhere in like fucking, well, Chiswick or like fucking... Mm. Uh, East London or something like I I rented a room in London and like <laughs> the room I rented was two hundred pounds more than I pay in rent for my whole flat now. Jesus, <laughs> like and some years ago too, and like... some years ago, yeah. <laughs> but like it, it, was, it was it was manageable, but yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, what a uh, what a, what a test of the times. <laughs> what a, what an indictment of the of the future. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, so what, what's what's going on there? Oh no, I quite like in this scene that you've got um, you've got the pairing of Bernard Cribbins and like people have wanted to see Wilf jump along in for a while to kind yeah. of be the be be alongside the the Doctor in in an adventure. Um, and I and I think this scene exemplifies why. Right, it's just two people 
they're both on the verge of tears for mm. various personal tragedies that they yeah. they're affected by, and they're just able to connect with each other in a way that like the doctor. It's so strange because, and this comes up again, um, not today but next week. But like there is this element of the doctor is a much older man than Wilf, but yeah. the, he, Wilf is absolutely a surrogate father figure. To, yeah. to the doctor just a wiser man than this ancient being mm. um and 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 bernard cribbins says it in confidential as well that there he is quite protective of him he wants to see this man that did so well by his granddaughter be treated fairly and get a good run at it yeah um and i and i quite like that just this these two people that are, it's a great performance from both of them and they're both just wet eyes the entire scene yeah yeah no it is a good scene like i say the the best scene by a country mile in the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, does not have much competition, but that's not a discredit to the scene. Like, it no, is, yeah. <laughs> it is good regardless of the episode itself. Mm. Um, yeah, it's good. Um, but um, we move on. The Timothy Dalton narration is back, um, it, but it's completely meaningless. It's just, it's just saying nothing. It feels it's like, like the end of the episode. It does, but it doesn't go... It's like, yeah, it's like summarising events. It's like, and this person was was getting ready for Christmas Day and, <laughs> and the madman was in his wasteland, followed by the protector. And he's, but he's nothing, though, isn't it? You know, it's just... you know the beginning of one of the Ted movies where Patrick Stewart is like, yes. unless you have an Apache helicopter. <laughs> yes. It's like that. Love is the most powerful thing in the world, <laughs> unless you have an Apache helicopter. <laughs> but it, it, I understand why it's there, because they didn't have yeah. a scene to bridge the gap between it being Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Yeah. Right? Because because <laughs> the last scene that they required to film... Yeah. Um, yeah, the last scene that they required to film on Christmas Eve... Yeah. Uh, is, is a daytime scene. Yeah. So then... <laughs> Like, uh, yeah, we need we need to bridge that gap somehow. Yeah, because if you just um, go, if, you, if you then just go, it's Christmas Day. That's weird for the audience. So like, hang on. But but uh, but also but also, uh, well, not necessarily because we do get a, a bit of a nighttime scene coming up. Um, oh, yeah, so this is just in the wrong place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also, um, <laughs> it's funny to think about when you think about what's going on with Timothy Dalton's character because he's doing like this. <laughs> This dramatic read, and this is this is the first time we see his face. The camera yeah, shows yeah. us his face this time. We don't we don't get the full look, but we it's like a close up on his face. We get a little vibe. Um, we get a little. We vibe. get a little vibe. You see a little a hint of a red regal robe, as mm. it were. But uh, we think we know. Gold. Do we know? Hmm. Well, I don't think anyone knew at this point. No, and if they did, they're lying. Um, I like that <laughs> the black background is very like he's on the set of Hot Ones. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Timothy Dalton, and I'm here to have some hot wings. Da bomb, you said, <laughs> and so oh. it was on the dawn of the chicken. Ah, oh, it's got quite a kick to it, I must say. <laughs> um, no, um, but yeah, it's quite funny to think about when you when we get the reveal later in the episode of of what Timmy felt of who Timothy Dalton is actually talking to and what's going on <laughs> is is he just giving some dramatic reading to 
Well, the time he, also in the episode, the Time Lords. He's talking. To, he's a Time Lord. He's talking to the yeah. Time Lords. Um, he's like talking to a big hall of Time Lords, a big like fucking gathering or whatever, a big assembly of Time Lords. Yeah. But is he just giving them all this dramatic reading of events? It's the most boring <laughs> class assembly ever. Yeah. Like, and everyone's just watching Timothy Dalton be like, "The king is in his counting house." Getting ready for events that he does not know are unfolding. Yeah. And all the time was just like, fuck is this guy talking I, I would about? love a cutaway to a Time Lord checking his watch. Just <laughs> his regular Earth watch. Like, But he's a Time Lord, so he's got like seven different watches. Yeah, <laughs> or he, he opens his sides. pocket watch. Uh, yes. <laughs> he's like, fucking hell, uh, I'm tempted to put my memory in this just so I can get past this shit. <laughs> Oh, I like funny. the idea that he sits there for 20 minutes in silence as well so that the episode can play out and then he just picks yeah. it right back up again. <laughs> yeah, I know that too. I know that too. Anyway, uh, the Master has Sith lightning now, I guess. Yeah, and cool guys don't look at explosions. For the cool guys do not look at explosions. <laughs> I, have a, I have a note here that says, uh, Teddy's just walking towards him slowly and dramatically and then gets blasted and is quite clearly badly hurt. Mm. And like... My brother in Christ, what were you expecting? You decided to do this big, dramatic, cool guy walk, but then you just got shot. Just, just run at him and give him a swift fucking, like, chin yeah. or something. This is, like, the equivalent of, like, fucking, I don't know, like, John Wick just, like, walking into a club or something, and there's, like, fucking, like, you know, people are shooting at him, but he's just not dodging, but they're still missing him somehow. Yeah. But then he just gets shot in the chest and just falls down, which, to be honest, could happen in a John Wick movie and would be quite funny. Yeah. But, I, I don't know, it just seems weird that they're, like, big, cool guy, dramatic moment. Cool guys <laughs> don't look at... Expl- oh, no, he's, he's been shot, actually. Well, look, this this was around the time of the, the heyday of the BBC trailer mm. maker. Right, the BBC oh, Doctor they, Who You better make. believe these clips were all over this but that, trailer. That's why, yeah. I mean, not for that, but they're, they're no. there for trailer mm. cool-looking purposes so that yeah. they could get a few... Because let's face it, there's not much else happens in this episode, right? There's so no, they need they need a shot of the 10th Doctor. the whole thing was yeah. unnecessary. Really. I mean, yeah, it could, yeah. It could be that, yeah. yeah. But they, they needed something for the Christmas... You know the idents, the Christmas Day idents, that this would have definitely been playing... Like and don't forget to tune in your TV sets later on to see the Doctor. It's the well, te- no, no. We had this. This was the year of they had the the special idents, the ones that were oh. the Doctor, the Doctor Who themed BBC One idents, where it's because um, BBC they they usually did like special idents where it'd be like, oh, it's a bunch of snowmen making a big zero because it's the or a big or a big O for the one in BBC One. Oh, I um, see. Yeah, yeah. Um. But but this year because it's it was David Tennant's last Doctor Who they did a special Doctor Who one and you might have seen clips of it it's like the the Doctor finding the TARDIS in the snow and then he like attaches some reindeer to it and flies it like a sleigh. I have basically. seen this. Yeah. 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 It's that one. It's that that, one. that activated a core memory for me. So I didn't know I still had somewhere right <laughs> yeah. in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Oh, well, in that case, then there's no excuse for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, so the the doctor is obviously shot and hurt. Yeah, and he's, and he's, he's wounded. Yeah, he's is, stumbling around. I, and s- speaking of suit talk, oh uh, yes, his, yeah. his his little shirt and uh, t shirt gets singed open. 
He's got like he's got like a hole in his chest now or whatever. <laughs> Did you notice this until Confidential? Exactly. Yeah, I <laughs> never noticed this before until there's shots of David Tennant in, in Confidential, and you can see it very clearly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it like it, the way it looks really goofy because he's he's still got that weird like Seinfeld open collar. Yeah, like, it, it just looks <laughs> stupid. Obviously, they can't sin, they can't damage the suit yet because they still need it. Yes, um, but the the undershirt and the the t shirt, they're like, yeah, let's give that a bit of damage. Um, but it does look quite weird. It, it looks weird, and it's just and it goes largely unnoticed. It do, it does, given yeah. the fact that neither of us noticed it until we watched the the behind the scenes. I I, rem- I was watching Confidential um, yesterday, and I just kind of leant forward and I was like, what? Oh, I, yeah. yeah, I guess because he got shot, but oh, all right. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Um, um, I do like the conversation between them here, though. I do too. We find we find out some a bit of lore mm. about the the master. You find out he was a he's a little rich boy. Yes. He was a little rich boy on Gallifrey. He was like, I had estates. Do you remember my father's land and the, the great pastures of red grass and all this sort of stuff? Well, and... you, you know, when you remember back to the uh, his flashback, his looking into the untempered schism. Yeah, right? that little boy. He looks like a little posho. He does look like a little posho. With his yeah. bowl haircut. He's one of your mates who you went to school with. No. That. Your little private school where you all went to Lorimer's and got all your toys <laughs> together. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's true. Um, um, my next note just says he's talking about food again. So I guess he was doing more yeah. pork and beef. And <laughs> oh, this is the one where he like really broke down doing it, where he was like, hot meat gravy, it's mine, it's mine, it's mine. <laughs> I I um I do find that moment funny mm. when the the doctor he does his he does his stop it stop yeah. it and it's like I wouldn't even like he's gonna carry on like just yeah. just let's just let it sit there let him run let this run its course let him I'm, like like a toddler let him tire himself out I kind of like that the doctor's like stop it though because it's like it's it's like it's insufferable to him like he just yeah. he can't stand it he can't stand hearing him just be insane and just break down in this weird way mm. yeah um I, I quite like that the um the he says uh the doctor's trying to get the master on side and be like it's not yeah. just you something else is returning um yeah oh and he, goes, he goes something's returning and the master goes like he says like here, I am, or here I am yeah yeah um and I, I do like that his ego just refuses <laughs> to acknowledge that anything else could be crashing his party like his return yeah. It's obviously about him. Yeah, but, yeah. But, um, I mean, again, conversations for next week. But we get we um, get the knocking. So we, no, we get the drumming. We the get drumming. the drumming. Yes, because the he talks about like how you know the drumming is is it's driving him mad or whatever, and the doctor's like it's in your head. It's always just being in your head, and then he actually fucking does the psychic connection and listens to him. And and to be fair, I do like this moment. I do mm. like how much it terrifies the doctor when he hears it. Because, like, he does a connection, he hears the drums, and then he just instantly lets go. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. And then he has that, like, that great acting from from David Tennant in the that, like, terrified and confused look on his face, which he does now and then. Mm. Um, the Midnight Special. The Midnight Special, yeah, <laughs> where he's just, like, he's horrified at what he's just heard. But, yeah. but then... The vindication of the master as well. Just that. that it's like, real! 
yeah, that like something he thought was just his own insanity for years, but yeah. then the actual vindication of finding out it is real. It's it's a good moment until he flies away like fucking Superman <laughs> or whatever. But uh, I, I, this this leads to my fucking one of the, I think it's unironically, and I don't think it's intended to be, mm. but it's such a funny moment in the episode, right? Yeah, and I think Russell thought that it would be like a good mm. joke but yeah. i think it's funny because of the joke not working and just making him look ludicrous right where the master goes you thought i was mad all these years and then he fist pumps the air and goes king of the wasteland and i'm like you're not exactly disproving it <laughs> <laughs> like he just he goes yeah. you thought i was mad all these years <laughs> and like it is his moment it is his moment of no they made me suffer yeah, like I am, I am the way I am, not because of me. It's not my fault that I'm this deranged. Yeah, um, and then he calls himself King of the Waste, <laughs> King of the Welsh well, Quarry. It's not a quarry. No, but it's it a, it may as well be. No. It's a dock or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, fake helicopter steals the master. SEAL Team Six arrive. <laughs> yeah, Captain they Price down. and SAS they abseil <laughs> down. Um, to be fair, th- this helicopter was done very well. Right, um, this is amazing. This yeah. is really good. There's a whole bit in Confidential about how they couldn't afford the helicopter because <laughs> you know budget or whatever. I, um, right, so before you move on, I never have I laughed harder. Right, in a Doctor Who Confidential was when it's Russell and the, is it Julie Gardner the pro- the producer? Yeah, 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 and she she Russell and them. It's cutting back and forth from their talking heads, and Russell's like, you know, I wrote this on the screen. And it's something that is hard to put into practice. And it's, you know, it takes a lot of effort and a lot of, um, you know, I figured we've engineered faker moments than this and made it look believable. Mm. We can we can get this done. And Julie Gardner's there kind of waxing all this lyrical about how it's it's going to be such a tough feat. Right? <laughs> and then it cuts to a fucking, it cuts to like a stunt coordinator. And he's like, so we have to fake the helicopter because they run out of money. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so abrupt just cut all of the bullshit <laughs> straight down the line he's like yeah but well, the budget's not big so it's quite funny because like russell's the one who like has all these big ideas and like <laughs> but he doesn't have to worry about bringing them to life it's no, like yeah. he he just fucking puts pen to paper and sees what happens but then julie Gardner is the one who has to be like Right, well, how the fuck do we actually yeah, well, okay. put this on screen? She's the one who has to deal with all this bullshit as she try fucking make something of it. There's, um, there's this fun moment where she's like, like Russell wrote the word helicopter on screen and she just gets a headache. Yeah. You can see that in her, in describing it, she's like, oh, fuck, yeah. Helicopter, helicopter. Helicopter. <laughs> anyway. Uh, they fake the helicopter by, and it's when you when you like just hear our sounds. It sounds so shit. Yeah, it genuinely works. They put two floodlights and a bit of wood on some crane. <laughs> that's it. But it fucking works though as well. It does. It re- that's the thing. It works. It's believable, and they capture shots mm. with the camera on the crane. Um, the shot of the helicopter flying away and leaving yeah. ten like lying there. These are good shots. Good, yeah, it's well done. Yeah, yeah. Um, like the ingenuity of confidential to, is brilliant. I think. Hats off to Euros and the crew and everything and everyone. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, um, anyway, so 
what comes up next? Um, the, well, the, obviously, in 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 the episode itself, the mask has been taken off. I'll tell you exactly what comes up next, Lawrence. Mm-hmm. It's Slade's Merry Christmas, everyone. is <laughs> <laughs> playing whilst, whilst the noble family open Christmas presents. Because, Lawrence, I ask you, yes. how else would you know that it's Christmas unless Slade's Merry Christmas was playing on the radio? Uh, is it the same pilot fish outfits as well? The Santas with their trombones? What are you on about? I thought they were there. Are they not there? In Donna's house? No, no, there's like a quick it's Christmas Day establishing market thing. I swear there was. No? You're going to have to go to uh, the tape uh, for me. I, I, I'm sure. At the beginning of the episode, yes, when Wilf is in the street. Oh, it might have been then. Yeah, I might have confused the two. Yeah. All right, sorry. <laughs> All right. This episode's a mess. <laughs> Your mind's a mess. We were talking about a scene set in Donna's house, and you were like, oh, yeah, and that choir's there or whatever. No, but no, I, I thought it was the establishing for it's now Christmas Day. No, kind of. Lawrence, the only way you know it's Christmas Day is when Slade's Merry Christmas is playing. We've established this. This is long-established Doctor Who lore. So, right? so where, where are we at, then? Ever, are we, since, are we owed- ever since fucking Mickey was in that mechanical garage, all right? That's how we know... It's Christmas Day, all right? That's the only possible way to communicate that it is Christmas. <laughs> where 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 are we at? Are we are we owed one or are they have they surpassed their quota? Cuz they did uh, two on turn left, didn't they? They did two on turn left, yeah. but there was none for the next doctor because it's a period piece. So, yeah. Wouldn't make sense to to have it. The only way you know it's Christmas Day is in a period in a period piece is when you have the doctor Ask a, an urchin orphan boy, <laughs> you there, boy, what day is it? And he'll go, why is Christmas Day, sir? <laughs> that's, the only, that's the only way you know, right? So, so we're technically one over. We're, 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 we're at quota, all right? Okay, right. Because we, 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 we had a surplus, we've turned left, but we spent that surplus on the next doctor, okay? I see. So we're, we're at quota. And next week, technically, can we not a, new, a Christmas special, so... I guess that's true. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Huh. But then if we count the turn less the, the turn left surplus which also wasn't a Christmas special. What do you mean? So next week we could be on thin ice if they play it. Ah, oh, actually, no, I think we might already be on thin ice because <laughs> um turn left had two. Mm. So but that itself wasn't a Christmas special. So no, we're still in the surplus. We still have a plus one. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. So there we go. All right, well then, I guess it's fair game. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Um, Wilf is doing his absolute best. Your dad impression. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> he's a soldier. I know. Look, I'm not. I, there's no criticism. He's a he's a man <laughs> who who respects and stands for the Queen's speech. Yeah, yeah. He's um he does love the Queen's speech. Um, well, he did. But he doesn't get to watch the Queen's speech, though. Because she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's not speaking, is she? <laughs> fucking hell. Well, she is! I know! They're not fucking throwing her bones on the telly, are they? In, a ni- in front of a nice fireplace. <laughs> yeah, but this is 2009, Lawrence. She was very much alive. <laughs> All right, go on. Oh, Sorry, uh, he, he's not allowed to watch the Queen's speech. No, he's not. He's no, he is. Everyone's like, 
he's like, uh, come on, everyone, let's all watch the Queen's speech. And everyone's just like, no, we'll just stay here and have some drinks. Yeah, it's not for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it's, it's not the Queen. It's it's the mysterious woman. Mm. She's back. The Is woman she still in, in her smart white business suit? Yeah, she's still in her white little pantsuit or whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, but only it seems like only Wilf can see her, though. And Hillary they, and Clinton's they talk. chic. <laughs> Great. Well done. <laughs> uh, they talk through the TV. Um, uh, here's something I do like. I do like that she, like... Uh, calls out that um, you know he he's a soldier, but he never killed anyone. Mm. And then Wilf says to her, "Don't say that like it's shameful." I like that. Yeah, that seems... that's the perfect embodiment of like yeah. who Wilf and by extension the Doctor should be. Yeah, like, exactly. that's that's the ethos of the show. Like it's a hundred percent fight, yeah. fight the good fight, fight on the right side. But mm. raising a gun will just. It makes you a hypocrite, basically. And being a soldier doesn't mean you have to kill people. No. Doesn't mean you you have to to be that person. There, you know, it's uh, there's more to it than just killing people. I agree. Um, unless you're playing Call yeah. of Duty. Unless you're my dad, where he <laughs> exclusively just kills people. Weird, Strike that it? from the record. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Wolf goes gets his gap. From yeah. under the bed. <laughs> he goes and gets his piece. Yeah. Oh, but he's right. not allowed to tell the doctor. The doctor no, still no. might live if Wilf yeah. if Wilf keeps this quiet. Yeah. Anyway. Um Oh and and Donna Donna gives him a a, a book about uh, the Martian Man. Martian Manhunter's yeah. book. Yeah. 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 Anyway, Whatever. that's we had to just yeah. do that. All right. Yeah. We'll we'll come back to it, don't worry. <laughs> I, I do like that he runs upstairs to get his gat and he opens the window and the doctor looks like he's like, Should I? Should I approach the house? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he's kind of almost like he's he's the doctor is five minutes away from throwing pebbles at the window. <laughs> yeah. Just hoping that it's Wilf's window yeah. as well. <laughs> Park the TARDIS around the to... corner, you moron! You ever thrown pebbles at a window and not been quite sure whose window it is? Uh, I, I, <laughs> no, no, I don't think I have. No, I have. It's a risky game. It's a risky game. I just remembered. I remembered another story, which I'll tell you off air. Um... Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> sizzle. Um... Do you want me to tell you? I'll forget. Do you want me to tell you now? You can cut it. Yeah, go on, go on. All right, I've cut that. That is genuinely one of the worst things I've ever heard. <laughs> You deserve to be locked up. I didn't do it. <laughs> I know, but still, by association, that's horrible. Um, right, fine for, for clarification, because you have no context, right? <laughs> no one was harassed, right? No, nothing untoward happened. Well. <laughs> no, but not harassed in that sense. Don't, no, don't no, make me nothing, sound bad. No, it was nothing. No sex crimes were committed. No. <laughs> My God. Anyway, um... <laughs> fucking hell um, <laughs> right the doctor is awake there, yeah but he's had a change of clothes since his his shirt was ruined he's put on a another shirt and a tie now he's smartened up for, yeah. for his death i guess yeah um he's put on the uh the the og outfit the og outfit yeah mm. yeah he has um here's here's a dialogue exchange i like um when when wilf shows him the book the martian manhunter book and the doctor goes, oh, I was shown him by the Ood. By the what? By the Ood. What's the Ood? Oh, they're just the Ood. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that was, that's a funny exchange. I quite enjoy that. It is fun. The doctor also doesn't yeah. want to acknowledge that they were once slaves and he had a hand in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, don't I, mean, could, I mean, he could tell them about, you know, the Doctor Donna and how they freed the slaves. But... Never asked the doctor what he was doing in the year something. <laughs> 
<laughs> Never asked the doctor where he was January. <laughs> Uh, Doctor Donna's still fighting for them with the Martian Manhunter in her book. I quite like that. It's it's messy. Yeah. It's messy, but yeah, I like the works. sentiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sylvia shouting at thin air. Good fun. <laughs> Fine. Right. I, I I quite like I quite like Donna. Donna's going around. It's a bit of um. It's a bit slapstick. They're they're out one door. Mm. It's a bit Scooby Doo. Yeah, they're yeah. running out they one door. To... Donna's coming out the other. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, they have to hide the Doctor from Donna because otherwise she'll immediately die as soon as she's she'll just drop to the floor as soon as she just lays eyes on him um and um but, i i quite like donna going we're a bit old for hide and seek yeah yeah good bit of fun yeah uh, but wilf is on board the tardis now they escape sylvia he's he's not staying at home with sylvia but instead the two boys uh are on the tardis and i tell you what wilf is based is <laughs> based. i bet as soon as this line come up you'd be like fucking no nathan i'll be clocking up to this no right you, this is something i need to clarify before this tardis is gone and i lose my opportunity and i just sound bitter let me just say wilf is based because he too does not like the tardis he's he says i thought it'd be cleaner look and he's right it's gross i have never once argued against the fact that this TARDIS is gross and does look like it smells, right? Gross. I have never said it's a clean, tidy TARDIS. I just think it's very fitting for a man who has very much not not been looking after himself for a good couple of years. It's a fitting... T- and I also... right, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm done apologising for it. There are certain flying this TARDIS scenes where it just looks cool. It looks like a, a hokey-pokey, rattly-around spaceship. No, you're 100% wrong with that one. Um, there's nothing to the flying scenes, especially this late in the game. Right? <laughs> it's just all shots of 10 where you cannot see what his hands are doing. Nah, right? Love it, love it's it. It's just all above the wrist action, quite literally. Right? <laughs> because otherwise, we'll see that he's actually just doing nothing, really. Um, <sighs> yes. <laughs> but no, Wilf doesn't like the TARDIS because it's gross. Um, and 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 look to your point when you say that like it fits the character, sure, but that doesn't make it good. Okay, I loved. I just love the design of it. I just, I cannot. I it's. Don't I think it why. feels the most organic. This is more. This is as alive as the TARDIS has ever looked to me. No, it's it's bad. Yes. <laughs> It doesn't even look alive. I think it does. It's, it's felt, to me, it feels so much more alive in later iterations of it. I think that's just because like, it beeps more and it whirs around more and stuff. It's done well. I, it's I, really, it really bro- brings a sense of life to it, other than just having, oh, there's organic, there's coral, so that somehow means it's organic and alive. No, but it does, okay. it looks like this kind of bone structure-esque thing. No, I love those gross. arches, I just think it looks good. I think it looks like shit. I like um, that it casts this this greenish light on all of them as well. Like, it's nice. I think that it wants to. Yeah, I understand that it's, it's, <laughs> it's temperamental. It's not doing that at the moment, is it? It's not doing that with Will from the Doctor in this scene. Uh, look. It's very well lit. <laughs> all right. Yes, fine, fine. <laughs> Season one is when it's at its most goated because they've got that weird effect over it. And the fucking console isn't broken. I mean, yeah, that's also true. You can actually have shots of the Doctor touching the console and doing stuff. <laughs> um, anyway, regardless, mm-hmm. bag of shit. It's only got two episodes. It's only got an episode left, so whatever. Yeah. Um, 
what happens? The master is wearing a straight jacket and a literal dog collar, which is pretty kinky. Yeah, very horny stuff. Um, very horny. One yeah. for your books, I reckon. One for my books. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, and there's two scientists, Nathan, that are doing. They're yes. playing a bit of a game. They're like, "Oh, I've just got to go and check the flibbly floor downstairs. Yeah. Can you come with me?" Sure, I'll also come check the flibbity floors. Oh, we're green. What are these two pricks doing? They're the Vinvochi, Lawrence. I know exactly what they are, Nathan. They're related to the Zochi. <laughs> I like... You might uh, know as uh, Banacafalata. Yes, I did like that. Yes. I like that now we get to um, find out more mm. about Banacafalata. Previously, we only knew that he was for, for sure a cyborg. <laughs> was, you, was you also a little bit shocked watching Confidential that, like... The the face paint appears to be digital. Yes, I, I I couldn't work this out. Yeah, right. And I I, I, I think maybe she confused. was halfway through a makeup. I don't think so because they were doing the scene with it on. There were shots of them doing the scene with the clips which appear in the episode. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So the the actual face like there's the prosthetics and like the head coverings and stuff. Mm. Um, but then and, it's like, just like, their half... normal flesh. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, then it's just like normal flesh. So I guess they're just like digitally painted green, which impressive. I've very impressive. I've never been able to tell. Mm. So good job. Yeah, I can't say I ever noticed it. Like yeah, and I, I to the point where I thought they've literally just painted someone green. Yeah, 100%. Nice, good. Odd. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, what I, I do like that the master is, is he, he, he's very consistent, this master. He's, very, he's loyal yeah. to absolutely no one. He's like, yeah. he's, he's put down, he's given a big old chicken. And it's he's, a turkey, Lawrence. It's Christmas. Uh, with, oh, yes. No, it's a, is, it, is it a turkey? Is it a, what do you eat at Christmas? You don't have a chicken, do you? I guess. And this girl does love Christmas. She loves Christmas. <laughs> oh yeah, no, all right, I'm wrong. <laughs> um, but it's it's like mm. little things where like he he's given food, right? He's given mm. the opportunity the visitor will to be do given work. food. Yeah, yeah. Yes. What's that about? <laughs> yeah. I got questions about the whole running of this house. <laughs> and is it militarized? And is it? I don't know. Are there There's butlers? A butler. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> summer going on, man. Martian Manhunter runs a tight ship. It really um, does. Far too tight, given that he's yeah. just a guy that, I guess, puts some books out. Like, <laughs> But he's given a... a tur- the Master is given a turkey, and boy goes to town on that fucking bird, mate. What a day on set for John <laughs> It, yeah, these I, these must have been a fun a fun scene to shoot. I, I reckon. I, I reckon fun, but then like again, you see him later on in Confidential. Like I think he was so happy to be coming back, yeah. and then a couple of days into the shoot, he was like, "Fuck this show," because <laughs> he's there changing into a th- uh, spoilers changing into a thousand different costumes. I, I, I did like that moment in Confidential where they showed how they filmed all of those. That was very fun. It's a great episode um, of Confidential, man. It was a really good episode of Confidential. Um, but but yeah, he's he's really getting fucking stuck into that turkey, and they yeah. really fucking they really hyped up the fucking sound effects for it as well. Mm. They like really turned up that like. 
like bone cracking and and meat juices spilling all over and everything. They really <laughs> fucking amped up the ADR on that. And I, I I quite like the and I know it's edited shorter to to give the mm. illusion that he's just fucking crammed through a turkey in like ten seconds. Oh, I I kind of think you actually had though. Yeah, I know. I, I I do as well. Yeah, but I do like that everyone just sits and watches. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all watch this man eat a whole turkey. Yeah, that sounds fun. What was their plan? Like, if he wasn't this demonic, like, and yeah. they sat there and ate a whole turkey in front of them. But to be fair, if you if you saw a man going to town on a turkey like that, I'd be like, holy shit! Yeah. I'd just sit and stare for a few seconds and Wait, be like, <laughs> kind of transfixed by it. I, I won't I won't say the name, but we both knew someone at uni who could put a chicken wing in his mouth and shred the bone completely oh, yes. one yeah. like one swift movement and that guy was a bit of a cunt but like <laughs> i wasn't it, gonna it, say <laughs> but like it, it was impressive it was, it was impressive a sight I, to behold i feel like this is our version of that <laughs> yeah i tell you that's what i do if i was on hot ones because on hot ones they never eat the whole chicken wing do yeah they? yeah they always just have like a, a bite of it like and i'm like cowards man have the whole thing mate. i i often watch the hot ones and these there's these people that do say like Oh, I don't really eat a lot of spice. And you know me. Mm, I don't yeah. go near spice. I'm better you're now a, than I used to be. You're an absolute fucking... This is a man who goes to fucking Nando's <laughs> and he gets plain with ketchup. It's your favourite right? Your favorite analogy. <laughs> <laughs> fa- you'll never get fucking bored of that one. I know. Because <laughs> it's funny and true. <laughs> Joshua, the Martian Manhunter... Martian Manhunter. He's got yeah. this device. It's called an immortality gate. He's a big green boy. He's not in this. Not in this. No. He's there are other green guy. boys at play. Yeah, yeah but anyway, <laughs> not here. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got the gate. He's got this big gate. Mm. Which what does it do? It vaguely heals you or whatever. Yeah, and and it is. In, I, I think it's intentionally vague because there's another plot mm. point that comes. Yeah, in five there's minutes. more stuff to come. Yeah. Um. I do like that he's like, and you're going to fix it. Yeah. Yes. That sounds. But not for me. For my daughter. For my little girl. Yeah. I want her to live forever. What I like about this is he does that. He goes that. And then his daughter goes, Abigail, it means bringer of joy. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) Fuck's that not doing? Yeah. (laughs) All right. It's the uh, dad. Why is my sister called Rose? Because your mother loves roses. I don't know. Lego Star Wars, Death Star, or (laughs) something. (laughs) But he's just so out of nowhere. He's just not related to the conversation at all. We're we're talking about the immortality gate, and it's all for my daughter. But then she just go brings her neck, which I guess is at least kind of relevant. But then just the meaning of it, like okay, and and what does that even have to do with anything that was said? Bringer of joy means somehow you're gonna live forever. Yeah, it's not not, one and one aren't making two. Yeah, it's not fucking hell. You might as well have you might as well have just said my name is Lazarus because I'm gonna live forever. No, they've already done that. Already did that one. Yeah. They already, they already had that one. I've made this for my daughter. She's called Immortality Gate. <laughs> yes. Oh, Immortality Gate. It means yes. Immortality Gate. But in that room, there's a big glass box, right? And oh, it's yeah. like, it's split in two. 
And like, there's one guy on one side, there's a guy on another. They press a button, it opens, whatever. There can only be one in there at once. Chekhov's right? nuclear cage. Chekhov's nuclear cage. We'll come back to it next week. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, Lawrence, um, no, fucking Martian Manhunter says, oh, it's every 24 hours. They press the fucking button. Put a chair in there, man. <laughs> 24 hours? You just gotta fucking stand right? up in that box for a whole fucking day? Make it the size of a room. Fuck, kill this man right now. <laughs> Immediately eat the fucking John Sim base. He wants to eat the rich. He literally says, you look like you taste great. I'm like, oh, that's kind of kinky. Yeah. But also, one for your book. What <laughs> for my book. But fucking hell, I know the rich are like scum, but fuck me. Put a chair in there at least, man. I, I also like that, like, he stops John Sim working. He's like, you know, I'm not a... Well, he says, like, I'm not a slaver. I'm not going to make you work all day on Christmas. I'm not Christmas. a slave driver. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, well, the rest of your employees seem to be on the clock, mate. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know about this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shimmer. Shimmer. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about Ellie's horse in The Last of Us Part 2. That's why it um, sounds familiar. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, a shimmer mm. is a, uh, a device which... Makes you look human, I guess. I did like the line delivery of humans are so flat. It was very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the shimmer stuff. Bit of fun, Hmm. I guess. Yeah. Uh, The doctor calls him Skeletor, calls the master Skeletor, (laughs) where they're they're like, what's he done? The master, Harold Saxon, Skeletor, whatever you call him. (laughs) That was a bit of fun. I'm in this scene. I'm very, very, uh, I'm a very Mm. big fan of Wilf going, oh my God, it's a cactus. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> that is quite funny um anyway then we find out that um the, we get a hint of what the master's up to because when the the green lady um explains that the the healing gate or whatever it's called the the fucking whatever the fuck it is the big sci-fi gate yeah. it it doesn't just mend people it mends whole planets at a time and the doctor's immediately like what the fuck did you just say, bitch? Uh-oh. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. That's not good. This might be something to do with his plan. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's going to do something to the entire fucking population of Earth, and that's pretty fucking sus, mate. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, he. W- then we get, like, the big dramatic Doctor thing. Um. And at that moment, Lawrence, this was when um, I was saved from this episode <laughs> by the Queen herself. She came onto my TV screen to save me. Yeah. Trinity Wells is back once again. Right. And now I will get to the reason why I prefer the confidential episode over <laughs> the episode. There's like Trinity a mini Wells featurette. Got a whole section yeah. on, on fucking confidential. It was so good. She gets she gets a little featurette and she like she like ends it by being like Russell's fed my kids for years. Yeah. Like yeah. she's been eating was... good. Uh oh, all throughout, and, and I've said this before on the show, mm. um, the way Confidential uses music is, I think, mm. some of the best behind-the-scenes packaging I've ever seen, right? Like, <laughs> you know you know, back in the day, they used to make, like, hour-long documentaries for behind-the-scenes stuff? Yeah. And now it's, like, Tom Holland's like, I'm Spider-Man, and then there's just a TV yeah. spot. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's it. Um, this is the best behind-the-scenes packaging ever. Playing American Woman... 
while Trinity Trinity Wells and playing Shake It while the master's doing yeah. his shake head shake thing. Is very funny. Fucking yeah. brilliant stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is very funny. Um the Trinity Wells stuff was great. Is um we also find out in that there was an early draft or a concept at least where the doctor was gonna meet Trinity Wells oh. and they were gonna have a moment. Russell um, a criminal for real. Apt you put in that fucking Carter Saxon shit in this episode, but not yeah, not that. Like, all the shit that could be removed from this episode to make space. Yeah, we were robbed. Is, is all I would say. Absolutely robbed. And it would have been yeah. so easy. Make yeah. Barack Obama announce his financial plan in the UK, and have Trinity Wells in the UK as like a correspondent. Get even. You don't even need to have it in the UK. Just fucking have the doctor show up there or whatever. Oh yeah, the doctor does have a TARDIS. Yeah, you can go anywhere. Yeah, I know it often seems like he is limited to the UK, but but it does go anywhere. What's also, I'm not massive in American mm. politics, right? Yeah, we'll get into that. Okay, we'll okay, get, we'll get into we'll get into all that in a second. All right, all right. But but anyway, Trinity Wells is here. Yeah, she's back. Oh, the saving grace of the episode. <laughs> um, do I, I, I think we see her again. I hope this is not the last we've seen. In tr- I'm almost certain we'll see her again next week. Um, yeah, to even do, if to it's do the bookend to this. Yeah, even if it's just a, a face returning to normal. But we're now but, yeah. not the master. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But anyway, she's telling us that we're uh, we're going live to the White House because Obama. Him, I can't believe they got Obama for Doctor Who. <laughs> they got the man. Himself. They they can't make up their mind right because they're doing back of the head shots. Yeah. Apart from the one where it's just overtly not Barack Obama walking plain day, yeah. yes. It's clearly, there is no part of this where you're like, oh, that's Obama. Like, Even the back of the head doesn't look a, like him. They just got a bald black guy. <laughs> and you're here, put a suit on, and now go be Obama. Did he get any lines? Then, was there any, oh. There was a guy, no, the, the, the guy didn't, but they did have a... a a clip of Obama saying, uh, I'd like to talk about the economy. Um, <laughs> so they pulled that from somewhere. Yeah. But, but no, they, they didn't Someone actually. Needs to... <laughs> they conducted an operation and Osama bin Laden has been terminated. <laughs> yeah. They need to add that in. Uh, it was it was very funny. But um, yeah, they, they got Obama. Um, good on them, I guess. Yeah. They should have got the guy from Epic Rap Battles of History that was Obama. He was a good Obama. <laughs> he did a good, he did a good impression. He did. Yeah. So he rich did. and white, it's like I'm running against a cheesecake. Yeah. <laughs> don't know. Don't 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 leave me out in the cold. You and I both know we know the lyrics to these songs. Republicans need, need a, a puppet, puppet and, and you Got the hands so far, far up your rear. Call, call you me. I'm the head of state. You're, You're like the head of cabbage. About <laughs> to get smacked by my stimulus package. <laughs> I'm ashamed how much I know of that. I'm ashamed of how much we put on the internet uh, of ourselves. Uh, well, we'll see. <laughs> anyway. Um... Uh, Winston calls Wilf. <laughs> no, Donna calls Wilf, first of all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, because everyone's changing into the master or whatever. Yeah. Or they're, no, they're all, they're all having the dream memory. Yeah. They're all seeing his face because he jumped into the... He flew into the gate... Um, and now everyone's remembering uh, the dream. I I have a theory that this was filmed wait, quite okay. Just wait a minute. Uh, Donna calls Wilf, and he answers his gun first of all, which is a bit of fun. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> 
<laughs> pulls out the gun going, hello? Oh, fuck. Yeah. No, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> and then answers his phone. Um, oh, my God, oh, a go real on, Chekhov's gun. A Chekhov's gun, yes. <laughs> What's your theory, Lawrence? My, my theory is that this was this section was filmed quite late in the production and everyone's tired and wants to stop filming this episode, right? And I tell, <laughs> you, I tell you for why, right? Because apparently everyone has forgotten. All these professional actors mm. have forgotten how to feign a headache. Because <laughs> they're all yet? just like kind of vaguely rubbing their heads and yeah. have their heads down. The Martian Manhunter, I keep calling him Martian, to be honest, because I don't know his actual name, which I feel quite rude about, considering he is, like, a very good, like, very, like... He's um, like a British theatre guy. Yeah, yeah, he's, like, a very prestigious, like, British theatre actor. And I'll, he is, I'll find he is out. a good actor. Um, but he, this is what I'm saying, though, this is my exact point, like, he's a very good um thespian mm. like fucking in you could put him in the ranks with fucking ian mckellen and patrick stewart he's got that same sort of gravitas to him yeah but like <laughs> even he is just like looking around like oh my head hurts my head is doing an ouchie yeah <laughs> yeah uh david uh david harewood is his yes name. that's it yes um and yes. yeah he's, he's very good in supergirl yeah I, I haven't seen supergirl but i've seen bits of his uh martian manhunt and stuff um, I'm John Jones, Martian Manhunter. John Jones, Supergirl. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just because everyone just is a bad actor for five minutes. Remember when Martian Manhunter was in uh, <laughs> Zack Snyder's Justice League for two minutes? And he was like, and I helped. <laughs> he was like, and I'm, <laughs> I'm Superman's mum, but not really. <laughs> and at the end, he's like, Bruce, there will be more threats. Are you ready for them? And it's like, motherfucker, where were you? <laughs> Why did he turn into Martian Manhunter and then back into the general guy? Why didn't he just turn into the general guy? He forgot. He, forgot. he had to reset. He had to he, let he the did, audience know. He, he did a factory Martian reset, Manhunter. yeah. <laughs> oh, bad movie. Anyway. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, right. I, I I admit, right, this is this is a fun little scene uh, with Winston. Yeah. Uh, Winston calls yes. Wilfred, and I, and I like the... the... <laughs> Fucking Wolf is like, there's a global catastrophe going on. And Wolf is mm. like, fuck off, Winston. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's more because he's, he's on the phone to Donna. No, I, I think. How are the two of them? I think he's probably a bit more concerned about Donna yeah. than his mate Winston, you know? is. And I have a question for you. Yeah. Is Winston on the power estate? It looks like it's it, doesn't it? It's fucking identical to it. It's, the down shot quite, of the corner? It's not, the down shot is very similar. Yeah. But the 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 building of the block of flats doesn't line up, but but it it does look very similar. But the, but there's a lot of council estates in the UK which like look the exact same. If you, you know? know the corner, I mean, it feels like you know where the TARDIS know, crashed yeah. in Christmas Invasion. Yeah, I know, mm. I know what you mean, and it could be very well could just be the same filming location. You know, yeah, um, they've redressed but, it maybe. But I, I don't even think they'd have bothered. I just went, yeah, just film it from a different angle or whatever. Yeah. Um, Because there's another power estate. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, we'll see the power estate next week. Yeah. yeah. um, But yeah. No, this is this is a moment where we just we get some great Doctor Who extra acting as well. There's, yeah. uh, there's that one guy, that like guy with the emo fringe, who just he's he's just stood in the courtyard and he just stares up at the sky, going, "There's a face in my head." <laughs> yeah, it's never cutaways have never been the strong suit no. for Doctor Who. Yeah, it's very funny. So everyone's the master now. 
And here we go, because and here we you're not going to like this next point, but I'm going to have to make it. All right. Nathan, for a certain species on the show, we do a series called Soup Talk. Oh, my God. <laughs> so we've got a few. Oh, please, please don't tell me this is going where I think it's going. <laughs> There's a few. Oh, my God. Okay. No, I haven't prepared anything. Um, oh, fuck, fuck for that. I, I, I would just like to hear some of your favorites. Do you remember any particulars that stand out? I like the pink frock myself. I like the pink frog. I like Obama Master. Yeah, I like um, Baggy Soup Master. Trinity Wells Master. Trinity Wells Masters. That's a good one. <laughs> um, for, I like the 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 confidential of this episode where they they show you how they filmed the the Obama press conference. Yeah, and they it's just like an empty room, mm. but then they just like had the camera mounted and then just got John Sim to change outfits like thirty times. Yeah, and just place him all around the room so they could film the individual clips of it. And they layered and it all the shots so as one. Yeah, yeah. Remember, that would have been like a whole day's worth of filming for that just one like fucking five second scene, mm. if that. But like, and it's like stop motion, somewhat techniques, right? If you fuck it up, it's back yeah. to the beginning. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 very fun though. Just seeing him like dressed as a cameraman in the background, <laughs> just laughing to himself. <laughs> uh, so, so on not the power of state, I'm a big fan of. There's two masters that wave to each other. Yes, and 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 yeah. I love the idea that John Sim has set. I like the idea that early in the day, nine a.m. John yeah. Sim has dressed. He's gone. It'd be funny if I did a wave to the other master. <laughs> so he's done a he's done a wave, and then later on in the day, they've got to the other side of the estate, right? Yeah. In the in the setup, and he's like, oh, hi. <laughs> it's just it's like I can't he's... be bothered at this point. The this must have been exhausting for John Sim, just having to change outfits over and yeah. over again to constantly be laughing and just be, you know, gleefully the master and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, and it's a high intensity role. He's Sylvia Master, where Sylvia and Sean Master are having weird looks at each other and everything. <laughs> They're just, and, but also somehow ignoring Donna right in front of them. <laughs> yeah, so just, just don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, we can't see her. If I, I if I was Donna, I would just start going, moving my head about. <laughs> I'm still going. <laughs> I don't know what I'd be doing. Um, but but yeah, good bit of fun. <laughs> Obviously, you watch Comedy Central, so you saw the the Johnson mask. Yeah, yeah. Horrific. <laughs> Terrifying. With a grin. They, they made they had a, a mask made up, I presume just for, for people to wear like mm. while they was in shot or whatever, and then they'll they'll replace it with John Sim later. But it's horrific, mate. It's fucking terrifying. It's genuinely really scary. And like I think John mm. Sim this is why I have the theory that John Sim is very over it at this point. Right? Because mm. he's like they do the confidential thing and like if you compare it to a moment on the recent Doctor Who Confidential kind of unleashed surrogate, like the the, the new yeah. version, right? And I won't give any plot stuff away for anything to come. Um, but mm. someone has a prosthetic of someone's head. Yeah. And that actor reacts with a lot of glee. And he's like, this is a yeah. bunch of fun. I love this. I, but to be fair, that prosthetic is done like a lot better. Yeah, than... yeah, and I get it. I, I do. And, and also like... For the time, this was probably done well, but, you know, mm. and the budget and what they were working with and everything. Yeah, but, but I'm talking specifically the actor's reaction is very, like, yeah, oh, this is a great time on set. <laughs> and then, then you get John Sim confronted with it. And then he just, yeah. like, cuts the camera and he's like, and everyone was, like, scaring me and jumping <laughs> out of corners with my face with this horrible grin. And he's like, I'm not going to be able to watch the episode back. There's a lot of me. He did look a bit defeated, but he really did. He looked like yeah. he looked like he was halfway out in the car yeah. park, and Confidential had gone 
Oi, over here for, for a quick talking yeah. head. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so the master is everyone and having a good old chuckle, mm-hmm. um, which is a bit of fun. Uh, am I looking too much into this, or is there anything to be said about um, uh, about the fact that there are several um, people of colour who then turn into a blonde-haired white man who then refers to himself as the master race? Am I looking too much into that, or is there anything there? I think there's absolutely something there. Uh, okay. I, I think the master is blonde now. Yes. Some, a choice that was made for the episode. Yes. Uh, and I, yeah, it's, look, the master, we've spoken about it before. Um, <clears throat> he's, like, I don't think we've ever seen him be overtly racist, at least the sim one. But he's been sexist, yes. Definitely but... sexist, yeah. Yeah, but not racist. No, I don't think so. No, but then we haven't seen him really interact with it. Many people of color, other than Martha, and he treats Martha like shit. Well, yeah. Um, but and, every, everyone I... treats Martha like shit. To be fair, though, yeah. especially the Doctor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, true. <laughs> um, but he's got there's other. I suppose there's little <sighs> things. He's got um, Francine in a maid outfit. Trish as well, mm. or Tish, sorry. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I it, it, I think it's definitely implied, and I also think that just saying the master race, that's a conscious it, it choice. Just, yes, yeah. it, it did seem. I get to play on words, obviously. Yeah. But like, I don't know. It's just maybe I'm reading too much into it. But I'm like, maybe there's something there. I think I think there's something there, know. but it's not it's not overtly sinister. It's just the master being like the master's a piece mm. of shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it remind it did remind me of um, when Vin Diesel in in Tokyo Drift of all movies was like it's race wars, <laughs> and it's oh, like no. just have another crack at that. Call it <laughs> call it fast car derby. Call it anything else other than race wars. <laughs> race wars. <laughs> that doesn't sound good at all. Uh, all right. Here's something that's pretty stupid. Yeah. All right. Everyone turned into the master, all right? Mm-hmm. Everyone on Earth, okay? Presumably, you'd imagine that six billion people of, uh, out on Earth, all right? Mm. Some of them got to be fucking at that moment. <laughs> okay. I don't like you! <laughs> but I'm just saying, Lawrence, all right? If everyone on Earth oh, turned into the master, then... I, I'm I'm just saying, you know, you put two and two together. They still got their parts. I'm well. They two two blokes can be going at it, you know. Yeah, but like I'm talking, I'm talking. If a man and a woman are going at it, what happens there? I don't know. It's too much to think about. All right. <laughs> the appar- <laughs> the apparatus will have changed. They will have, yes. In some circumstances, in, in some circumstances, circumstances, yes. Circumstances, anyway, um, but hey. The mu- I'm, I'm stuck. Is- I'm stuck. <laughs> We've melted together. <laughs> but all I'm saying is, as there is, there would probably be at least ah oh, a good few million, I'd say, mm. um, versions of the master who would have been fucking themselves, um, and I would say that's pretty on brand. Probably. Almost certainly I, on brand. Yeah. I reckon that kind of fits, to be <laughs> honest. So, if the master's gonna fuck anyone, it would probably be themselves. Con- conscious wise, right? Is Are these just different the masters? 
It seems that way. Because is he like, like he can't just tap into one in China, can he? It's not like he he goes and becomes one person and then suddenly they're awake. It seems like it is just his collective like te- consciousness. Like Tentu. Yeah. He's he's no, it's not it's not like Tentu, because Tentu is more they're different people. They're they're different I, people. Because... I mean in the sense that there are two doctors independent with three free thought and will. No, it's different to that, okay. I think. It's 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 the same thought because because in the next episode, a bit of a spoiler alert, um, but the master says, you don't understand. I am everyone on Earth, and I'm not calling you, so who's ringing that phone? You oh, see? yes, yeah. So he is aware of everyone and everything. Like a hive mind situation. Yeah, 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 basically, yeah. Okay, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm with it now. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, master's fucking. So that's not the end of the episode. No, it's not. Because first of all, Donna's remembering shit. Yep. Which is not good. She She's remembers like my a head. big wasp. She, no, she doesn't remember a big wasp yet. She remembers the Arachnos and everything yep. and uh, things are going mad. Um, but then we we cut back to Timothy Dalton um, and, and we get the reveal that he is in fact a Time Lord in his big regal robes. The big old collars are back, the big hats... Um, and he's he's addressing the council and and, and what, what does he say? This is the day that Gallifrey returns or something. He says, Nathan, it's time for suit talk. Okay, <laughs> it's not a suit, um, uh, right? But come on, it's 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 just robes, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's, just, it's outfit talk. Yeah, it's regal robes. Yeah. Love it. I do too. Yeah, what an I, incredibly I yeah. bold and eye-catching yeah. and unique design. And I love the the classic Time Lord outfits yeah. as well. Like they're so fucking stupid, <laughs> but that's kind of the idea of them. They are yeah. meant to be this like, oh look at us, where we've got such high status. We called ourselves the Time Lords <laughs> because we are we are the Lords of Time, and aren't we all hoity toity boys in our big collars? They're such stuck up pricks, yeah. man. It's, all it's all so pompous and absurd, and a hundred percent. Yeah, they're just silly little fucking. Idiots in their weird cults. It's it's like um, the coronation photo of King Charles when he was dressed up in all his fucking absurd medals oh, he's got yes. for sitting and waving all of his life. Like, <laughs> it... yes, no one waves like you. You fucking idiot. Well done. Good. Give him a medal. He did another wave. Yeah. Oh, no, but, like, but do you know what I mean? Like it, it like all of those absolutely mm. fucking ludicrous bits of decoration mm. and his stupid yes. fucking hat that is like way too tall. It looks like a stupid cartoon birthday cake on his head. Yeah, like it, I like that it is that grand and regal and just also it's um it by extension reframes the Doctor and the Master as just two people that are like that's not us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, it, I mean, yeah, it's true. You, you, uh, they, they did like escape this. Mm. I, I call them a cult, like kind of tongue in cheek, but you know, a little bit. Yeah, they did I, kind it, of break free of of this fucking. This uh, organization and this like yeah. aristocracy, I Th- guess. This, this iteration is is very cult esque, mm. I think. Mm. And I like that this is this and again another reason why I prefer confidential uh, to the yeah. thing because Russell is spouting off some really interesting ideas. Um, Do you get a good bit of history of the Time Lords? Like he. He does go through like the whole history of them, which is which is quite fun. We do, and we get we get this um, this look at Timothy Dalton mm. and his mm. idea behind what his character is doing and it's this Mm. this kind of these really interesting themes at play of just 
what having power but being isolated does to someone. Yeah. And how they have all this ability to create this fucking dynasty. Yeah. But due to their situation and circumstance, they have no no one to flex this rule over, right? And mm. what that does to someone's mind and having just that little bit too much power can push people into being the polar opposite of what they preach and should be. Um, that's all really interesting, but it's just not in the fucking episode. It's just <laughs> I mean, nowhere yeah, to true. be seen. It's not. It's not. And, you know, maybe we'll get bits of it next week. Yeah. And stuff. But... I would have preferred Timothy Dalton to, mm. all this time to be saying something far more cryptic that made sense right at the end, but instead he's just given us a lesson on Christmas. Yeah. The entire episode. <laughs> it is just another bit of Christmas, and then he's like... And Gallifrey stands, yeah. or whatever. Gallifrey returns. <laughs> and did I mention it's Christmas? <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Uh, look, but yeah, then all the Time Lords are chan- chanting, like, for Gallifrey. And, yeah. and then I think they chant, for the end of time itself. <laughs> A bit weird, but all right. Uh, uh, yeah, that's not what you want, brother. <laughs> yeah, you're, the, you're called the Time Lords. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to be the Lord of? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway uh, it's all anyway. very vague and very yeah we're back and that's evil he's got a he's got a big staff mm. yeah but we we don't really I'd, I'd hesitate to say we're back and we're evil at this point we, certainly sinister vibes yeah it's you know, it's not seeming great maybe <laughs> but I don't know and that, 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 that carries on that's like yeah but hey the Time Lords are returning. Gallifrey seems to be returning. Mm. Um, everyone is the master. Donna is remembering things that will kill her. A lot's going on. A lot is going on, and it's all to be continued next week. But for now, Lawrence, yes, we must um, do this. Weirdo of the This is everyone's favourite segment of the show where we get to take a chance to look back on some of the weird and wonderful and grubby little characters who come across our screens each and every week. And boy, let me tell you, there's quite a lot of them this week. (laughs) Um, But hey, we'll try and narrow it down to just one. Lawrence, who is your weirdo for this week? Uh, Ginger's mate, the unnamed homeless guy. Okay. No one should pocket a burger. And Love. save it for later. I understand it's under tough circumstances. I can go back to my notes on this scene now. Okay. Um, yes. You can't <laughs> yes, make a I, burger last all day. That's absurd. I had a no on this because I thought the exact same thing until you dropped the, their helmets. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, that that kind of makes sense now. Yeah. All right? but this, this van but, seemingly is there most days. They have a rapport. They know each other. Well, well, you don't know, but but regardless, all right. Uh, what what was my note? Where was it? Um, <laughs> it goes, it just says, and I'll just read this verbatim. What the fuck is this guy talking about? <laughs> Who makes a burger last all day? That sounds completely fucking gross. <laughs> it does. Just eat it, man. Just fucking eat it. <laughs> He's the line he says is now. That's what you don't want to do. Eat it all at once. 
Tempting. I know, he says to yeah. his master. <laughs> but if you make it last, it can last all day. I'm with him Fuck until off. that last line. Because you can savour a burger over like the you course of 20 minutes. You can savour it. Yes, but not all day, no. man. No also, one's... That's, that's, that's not even going to be good for yourself. You're just getting a little bit of burger like <laughs> every fucking hour or so. Like, who's that satisfying? No one. Um, yeah. Yeah. Look, that's, I, I understand the circumstances, but I've just always always had it in my mind that that is a really just an odd thing it really is and you know what it was also in contention for my weirdo okay uh running as well and again so many to choose from fucking <laughs> cult of saxon burger boys yep. mini the menace martian manhunter and his weird incest daughter um <laughs> still don't understand those vibes <laughs> No, this is a whole strange vibe going on there. Um, but, Lawrence, my weirdo of the week goes to President Barack <laughs> Obama. Okay, okay, okay yeah, yeah. For deciding, for making the executive decision to host a press conference on Christmas fucking day, <laughs> making journalists and camera crew and technicians all leave their families yeah. at home and go to the fucking White House... So they can listen to him make up shit about the economy. (laughs) Shit, which, by the way, like, shouldn't be this big of a deal to Britain. Apparently, yeah, it's all very vague. They say, like, oh, Obama's going to end the recession somehow. I guess he's just plugged fucking 600 billion out of nowhere. (laughs) And he's just going to give it to everyone. Yeah, but that's that's the US government to a team. We need six billion. That's That's an accounting error. That's a rounding issue, like... Let's 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 take off fucking six hundred billion from the drone strikes in the Middle East for this week, <laughs> um, and, and we'll just give that to Britain. Yeah. As, oh, sorry, that ludicrous. As if they'd ever stop funding genocide. <laughs> yeah, Middle no, East. that's out. That's um, absurd. How, how dare I suggest such a ridiculous thing? Uh, in fact, anyway. in penance for Nathan, I think they should double the budget of the U.S. military, <laughs> like they do every year, anyway yeah you're right uh anyway fucking yeah what a weirdo fucking yeah christmas day who's christmas eve at least where's michelle why is it you got two kids man go and be a dad where's a lee and sasha is it millie (laughs) i I don't know i don't know it's definitely sasha i know one's Um, called michelle as in his wife wife. (laughs) yeah yes oh weird weird stuff uh look Overall, before we do, still got thoughts. A weird episode, just a just a kind a of a, kind episode. of a wet fart. Yeah, yeah. I stand by my uh, idea that you know, and obviously we can talk more about this next week. But should have just been one episode. They just yeah. really they wanted the big epic two part finale. They wanted to draw it out, but in doing so, it's just become this bloated, convoluted mess. And yeah, no, no one thing. needed it to be like this as well. Just reframe it, restructure the episode yeah. so there's five specials and the last one is the Christmas Day send-off. Yeah, you couldn't have had a whole other special. Yeah. It's even weird to have, like, had... have the Doctor regenerate not be on Christmas Day. Like, if you yeah. have a Christmas special, why is that not the regeneration episode? Yeah. Oh, strange. Well, this set the precedent of the Christmas regeneration. I suppose it, and it done, wasn't yeah. even a Christmas technically huh. yeah christmas story but well, i yeah. mean how could you forget it's christmas you've got the incest to work um you've you've got fucking slades fucking merry christmas <laughs> oh, that's yeah, how we know yeah. that's how we know <laughs> my mistake christmas. yes uh anyway fucking merry christmas um 
But yeah, that's it. That's 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 the episode. What comes next, Lawrence? Uh, well, now Nathan, it's the time of the show where we get the audience to have their say. Uh, what happens uh, is Nathan will tweet out a little post, let you guys know what episode we're recording and when, and then our lovely loyal listeners will send in their thoughts. They can reply directly on Twitter, or they can send us an email over at stillgotlegspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, for all the casual listeners out there, now is probably a good time to jump off uh, if you're not a fan of uh, basically in-jokes mm. and a bit of silliness and some facts and some trivia. Nathan, it's still got thoughts. What do the good people think of The End of Time Part 1? It is still got thoughts. We're going to start off with Twitter. Um, somehow, our, our dis, our actual, the actual discussion portion of the show this week was longer than last week's. Oh, somehow. fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we read my, my recording time saying 2.45 right now, and that's probably yeah. about 2.30, just about. Yeah. Um, well, I, and that would be some generous editing if it is. So, but so we've still got. Hell. I don't know how. What's the email section looking like? Because last week was. I'll be honest, right? It was hell on earth for me. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know because there might be more. So, oh, uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Difficult to say. Peek, really. peek behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah, Lawrence. No, no one knows. Anyway, um, uh, first of all, we've got Return of the Dastardly Wizard on Twitter, who is at King Carbonara, formerly Super Super Brain. Um, picking up some subtle hints from Nathan that this is a safe space to say this episode is bad. Uh, if <laughs> last week was ten at his best, this is ten at his most flanderized, mopey to a level that hinders the episode and makes him feel very undoctorish, and it only gets worse from here. Big agree for me on that one. It does only get worse before it gets better, but it, it does only get worse. Uh, but I, but yeah, look, but that's conversations for next week yeah we'll get to it next week but I'll, I'll be far less lenient today i gave nathan his credit and and, and agreed with him on a lot of points well, y- yeah but you you were saying that about this one and you hadn't watched it I, so... that's true that is true yeah yeah but i just know that the, la- the last half an hour of next week you besmirch it we're fighting <clears throat> that's it <laughs> I, well, then i well, guess we'll we're fighting <laughs> we'll see i got thoughts that's okay. what i'll say uh Catherine, our good friend Catherine at Cafe Scratch, uh, also host of the Missing Mystic Falls podcast. Very good. Check it out if you love the vampire diaries, or even if you don't, because mm. I don't watch it and I never have, and I still like that podcast. Um rewatched it for the first time in years, and part one is a mess. <laughs> Wilf is truly the only thing to keep it from going off the rails. Uh the very hungry master is too dumb for even me to enjoy kind of sad this is the end of the rtd era but shows why it was time for him to move on i i think that's a quite accurate summarization of it really it, yes yeah. yeah probably probably time russell probably i i don't disagree i think at this point some of russell's best ideas were already out on the page and are already yeah. done on the show and now he's kind of flailing at the yeah. end yeah where, where is there to go Mate, well, like um, and also that's here. not an indictment of russell right season four genuinely one of my favorite seasons of doctor who and we've just had it it's mm. been there's some really good bangers yeah right but go unfortunately the he, the season he goes out on is a high the episode maybe not mm. yeah uh callum but also not callum at cj george 2339j uh says certified banger a great ending for the 10th doctor and the rtd era but also very excited to start the greatest era of doctor who uh also the spacesuit from 42 is not the orange spacesuit from the satan pit um yes i know i i did realize this after after the fact it's uh the uh 
the it's it's a different color. It's a bit more red, isn't it? I will say that I also realized this, um, and I'm I'm also reading a tweet here. Um, I also realized this because yeah, but stop stop clogging up my mentions, Lawrence. I'm <laughs> trying to do still got vote, and I last night I was trying to collate all my tweets, and then I saw you popping. I up don't in my I mentions. don't look, but I was talking tagged. about your silly little toys or whatever. <laughs> anyway, go on. Uh, T Roper at T underscore Roper underscore zero on Twitter. Um, said can confirm the tenant spacesuit action figure was clear. That's I think that's mm. colloquial slang for good, like it clears other toys because it's so good. Is that is that right? I think he's talking about the helmet. No, I, think. I don't think so. I think because like oh that's that's clear of that. That's a good. That's that's miles ahead. That's good. Oh, okay. We're so um, old. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how the kids talk these days. But he, um, it, you know, you know, a couple of months ago, I found my action figures. Yeah. This is when I realized that they're not the same as well because the Waters of Mars yeah. is kind of red and has like harness yeah. straps to it. Um, yeah, whereas it the um, no 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 the 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 forty two is red forty two is red the the Waters of Mars and Saint Pit is more orange. Waters of Mars and Saint Pit is the same suit. Forty two is different because that's the one which well he doesn't go back to the TARDIS he gets it from the actual ship itself but now I'm confused because the hair is different and the hair in the red one which would don't worry about the hair no because it's more doesn't it's matter. more season 4 hair no but they don't give a shit about that they'll take any heads they got off the production line I guess so yeah <laughs> they, you're thinking way too much into that alright don't worry about that alright fine fine alright <laughs> right, carry on <laughs> Uh, you think they're giving a shit about that? <laughs> They'll just take any fucking tenant head they got, right? <laughs> They'll oh, do it from fucking, fucking good omens or whatever that show Exactly. Is. <laughs> They'll take it from fucking anything, mate. Um, Broadchurch. Broadchurch. Yeah, he's got a beard now for some reason. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you, Callum, but also not Callum. Uh, I'm sorry that you think this is a banger and you just had to listen to us just shit on it for like three hours or whatever. Look. Uh, there are forgivable Rach. moments, but other than that, it's, yes. it's not great. Rage acting strange, uh, says this is such a lame ending to Ten's run. Overly convoluted, but also kind of boring. The Doctor moping around in front of Wilf and acting like a cocky prick to the youth makes me feel eager for him to fuck off next week, <laughs> which is just not the vibe you want from a regeneration story. Uh, also, do you think Missy looked back at her dinner time era and cringed so hard she regenerated into s***? Uh, I might have to bleep that. Because if it, if that was my past self, I'd never sleep soundly again. Iconic scene, though. Much more funny than the joke, in quotation marks, sexual assault that comes next. Yeah, very true. Uh, yeah. Um, I, look, I, I think that's part of the beauty mm. of, of, of the Doctor and the Master mm. changing. I like that each Doctor, whenever they have like a multi-Doctor or multi-Master story, they look mm. they look back at their last self and they're like, ah, because we all do that. Yeah. I look back at my 14-year-old yeah. self and I'm like, God, that's awful. I look back at my 29 year old self and I'm like, ugh, cringe. Mate. Couldn't be you me know? for real. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I like. Um, that. But yeah, I'd say I'd say I agree with with quite a bit of that yeah. because lame. Anyway, um, <laughs> thank you, Rage. Uh, Raw in Rose Agatha at our Rose Agatha says certified banger. Sorry, um, all the love in the world for cracked out emo boy master and his disgusting chicken destroying ways uh, to celebrate the most 2009 imaginable portrayal of a classic sci-fi villain. I suggest we all buy and obliterate some delicious rotisserie meat like feral raccoons. 
<laughs> enjoy the uh, the idea of that. Uh, they also followed that up with. Also, I love how this version of the master apparently apparently enjoys running around like a grotty little imp. Spoilers, of course, but even when he regenerates, he spent decades living as a man in ridiculous fake beards and grime. I guess he got a taste for it in this episode. I guess that's true. Uh, there's some. Uh, can we say stuff about that stuff? Yeah, I think that's fine. Okay. Um, just like he got a taste for sweet, sweet, gristly, torn up white meat, <laughs> Rude's boy would fuck up a KFC bucket like no other. <laughs> Loud would leave absolutely no survivors. I think there's something very funny about me specifically saying the phrase, Rude's boy would fuck up a KFC bucket. <laughs> I have never, I, I haven't heard Rude boy in such a long time. <laughs> me neither. That's great. I love that. Rude boy. Is it BOI or BOY? It's B O Y. Okay, yeah. so it's a classic traditional rude boy. <laughs> it seems to be, yes. I like that. Uh, Damn the Lamb, uh, Damn the Lamb says, uh, It seems I'm in the minority, but I do love this two parter. Fun camp with world ending stakes. That's Doki Who, baby. I mean, it is, but it's just not good. Though, it's it's it? like I said at the beginning, right? You've got to have, yeah. you got to have an equal balance. Mm. It's got, like, it can be. It reminds me of a Mason clip, right? It's got to be two things, right? It can be silly, but it's got to be good yeah. as well. Yeah, it's true. Uh, they also say I can never get enough of Wilf uh, and Bernard is firing all cylinders on these eps. Uh, bit of a shame he's such a monarchist, but I will forgive him in brackets and only him. So, <laughs> bit of fun. Uh, Connor at Everything Is Any says, Boys, I still haven't finished your last podcast episode. That's fair. That's Sorry. that's more than fair, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> um, Kendall Roy's sad pointy ears uh, at Tertus Bill says, what a load of fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Lawrence, uh, they followed that up with a screenshot, and it's uh, Twitter being like, most posters don't post replies like this. <laughs> Um, which the payoff the payoff from earlier <laughs> the, i've been sizzled been, the sizzle has been paid off <laughs> uh they replied with just a lol on that yeah uh, we know we know that fun. system oh too well we know we too have been musked unfortunately <laughs> um and then i got you and t roper filling up my mentions with all these <laughs> showing off your toys and everything his toys cooler um, than mine it looks better it does yeah yours looks shit um <laughs> carly at carly's acting says i love end of time it's such a good two-parter i remember i asked my friend who isn't into doctor who what the master's name would be and i showed a photo of the master in this episode and he called him a reversed oreo um which is i don't know what that means what? but i guess it looks i don't know maybe... i was expecting like oh that guy looks like a david or a friend that guy looks like a a feral beast is what he looks like to me. Yeah. But, you know, I guess a reverse Oreo also works. Does that mean it's like it's it's two cream and biscuit on the middle, or is it... What's the cream, uh, though? Like, what what is this analogy? The cream, the cream is the Oreo. The cream is in the middle No, I know what Oreo. Oreo is. How does it... What's the master got to do with an Oreo? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I know you're trying to make this work because you don't want to see me. Rude. It's not me. Lawrence! <laughs> but, but you... But be, Full transparency, we have no idea what the fuck that means. I, I and and that's the beauty of it. Okay, right? all right, no fair enough. Know, okay. All we need to know is that uh, they called him a reverse Oreo. But and in solidarity we will refer to the master always next week as the reversed Oreo. 
Uh, Greg Cactusface at G Cactusface says, during this episode, the master eats a bunch of the homeless people, uh, the world round removing of the homeless people around the globe, much like in 2023 when the homeless people were removed from visible areas before the start of the baseball season. Ooh. <laughs> Based, Greg. Based. Uh, This was from a Fox News post, so it's probably bullshit, but I couldn't find any facts about eating chicken and baseball. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And then then, uh, Greg also says, During this episode, it's revealed that Wilf never killed anyone during the war. Given his age, it can be assumed that he meant World War II. During wars, cavalry units were regularly reduced to infantry, historically because soldiers often had to convert horses into rations. (laughs) There it is. There it is. So my mate didn't kill anyone. Don't say that like it's a bad thing. I did eat loads of horses, though. Apparently so. Apparently so. Uh, Have you ever thought about the plural of horse being heese? Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mel at <laughs> Melly Mel says... I wonder how long that pause will be in the edit. <laughs> to everyone listening, it was probably quite considerably longer than you just heard. <laughs> Mel uh, at Melly Mel says, Mini is a menace, and then has given us three uh, cum emojis. Oh, no. Yeah. Mini, there's so, a live there one for you over here. <laughs> uh, Kai Armstrong uh, at Caravat K says, uh, this episode suffers from the same issue as most RTD two-part episodes uh, as being the setup for the story. Uh, that being said, it's a good episode and it is enjoyable. Also funny how coming back from the dead makes the top of your hair get bleached. Uh, they then follow that up with, Side note again, I sure hope Wilf remembers that someone who knocks four times will be the one to kill the Doctor, but I'm sure he won't forget this pivotal plot point. <laughs> Very fun. Bit of sizzle <laughs> there as well. Bit of sizzle, yeah. But, but no spoilers no spoilers no that's the way we keep it all right what is the next one nathan please? uh lawrence this is from pierce moore uh, at pierce Moore, who says he's blonde uh unfortunately i cannot offer any further insights as i ended up killing myself after your last episode oh, come on all the best boys so. <laughs> that's not fair this is the ghost of pierce i guess yeah <laughs> yeah also yeah how do you write this email then ghost yeah um, well ghost Ghosts can write emails. We know that. That's a fact. Also, it's a tweet, Lawrence. Oh, sorry. Uh, I once wrote a script, Nathan. Um, You've wrote many scripts. No, but this is relevant, right? Because I got hung up on this script for ages. Yeah. And it was about ghosts. And I wanted yeah. this ghost to interact with a, a figure from his past that was also in the script. Right, is, this, uh, the, is this the fated, the... The uh, the never released um, Semper? No, 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 no. That's not um, it. <laughs> no one will know what that is. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, this is a, this is another thing entirely where I wanted the um, I wanted a ghost to talk to his brother 
from yeah. beyond the grave. Ooh. And and as like a as like a seventeen year old, I got so worked up with, well, how is a ghost picking up a laptop? <laughs> and then I, and then and then I I eventually just canned it because I was like, I can't work this out. And then years later, I was like, it was a bad idea anyway. But I also was like. Who would have given a fuck? Yeah, like, you're getting <laughs> you're getting caught up on the wrong things. There, it just mate. doesn't matter. <laughs> it just does not matter at all, man. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Oh, that's good stuff. Um, thank well, you, Pierce. Yeah, thank you, Pierce. I'm sorry to hear that you died, but you know, look, we did our best. R.I.P. Um, R.I.P. Uh, Garen at Garenzilla says a bit shit in it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> and you know what? They're not wrong. <laughs> it's, it's just one of them episodes. I, yeah. I thought I'd like it more than I did on a rewatch. Turns out I didn't. Yeah, I wrong. guess it is just a bit shit. You was wrong. Uh, Robert Vasquez at RW Vasquez says the master knew that if he came back as a blonde, then this doctor wouldn't be able to hurt him. This is honestly <laughs> his, his. This is honestly his most cunning and successful plan to date. It's a very good point, actually. <laughs> very good. I yeah. do you often get some of these like these tweets and emails, right? And then just be like, "Why are we doing the podcast? We're not funny. These guys Lawrence, are funny." That. Lawrence, stop. Right. You guys should all start your own Doctor Who podcast. Oh, no, <laughs> please, we're the only one. <laughs> uh, um, it, it's true, that is a, that is a very good point. <laughs> um, all right, um, this, okay, I, I'll read I'll read the tweets first, then I'll go through a thing. But this okay. one is uh, from our good friend Kate uh, at Tortured Poet 13. Once I took the nostalgia goggles off, this episode lost its certified banger medal for me. Maybe I'm just dumb, brackets likely, but I still don't uh, really know what's going on half the time. Just feels messy and Hungry Master is cringo. The character bits are <laughs> lovely though. Ten and Wilf are golden. Um, yeah, and I'd say I'd agree with all of that. That seems pretty much spot on there. It's it's one of them, like, it's... I don't think... No one's dumb for not understanding <clears throat> this because it's written in such a way that is just, like, it's vague. It's vague to the point of absurdity. Yeah. Where, like... You're not supposed to get it because Russell himself doesn't get it. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, then, Lawrence, we have a tweet from Abby at Sapphic Slowpoke nice. uh, who says, Was super hyped for this as a kid, but watching it back, there's just so many weird slash out of place choices they made. Like, what's with the new fascination the master has about hot meat, kinky bastard? <laughs> and maybe I'm I would stupid. say the master's always been a bit interested in hot meat. <laughs> he definitely has, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe I'm stupid but i still don't get the whole tv lady thing with will look again neither does russell like, <laughs> this, this is such a bugbear <laughs> of me this woman man i i remember being like i can't wait till next week i'm gonna find out who that woman is is it yeah, this person i think it might be we'll talk about it next week don't get too excited <sighs> yeah. yeah anyway um so so okay so i read those two tweets out Kay and Abby, as we know, are lovers, girlfriends, gal pals, whatever you want to say. <laughs> lovers is a weird <laughs> first choice. Partners, I don't know. <laughs> um, but, you know, I saw these tweets come through, okay? Um, and keep in mind it's Valentine's Day, okay? Okay. Um, these <laughs> tweets came through within, like, two minutes of each other, okay? Yeah. And they both liked each other's tweet as oh! well. <laughs> And I was like, that's so cute. That is so adorable. That's so adorable. I love that. Do you reckon they were reading them back to each other? I think so, yeah. Babe, what do you I, think of this phrasing? I reckon they took time out of their Valentine's Day plans, <laughs> sat down on the couch together, and then composed their tweets. 
for this stupid fucking podcast. <laughs> uh, thank you, Kate. Thank you, Abby. Uh, we love having you here. Um, all right, and that's the tweets for this week, Lawrence. Um, we'll go over to the emails now. Off we go. Um, we had one come through four minutes ago. Fucking hell. Bloody hell. By the skin of your teeth. By the skin of your teeth, indeed. Uh, this first email is from, and also I can just say, mercifully short. <laughs> these, these emails. I just opened this first one. It's a line. It's just oh, it's one line. That is incredible. Oh. I feel like I, I, I will get a bad rap, but I know you, you, you were holding it better than me, but you were yeah, just, you just as been, tired. You... You, because what happens is you get to a certain point in in recordings where like yeah. you can, you can only handle so much, and then once it's done, you lose your composure and you lose your filter, and then you're just like, I'm done, fuck it, I hate everyone, I hate everything, you know. <laughs> I stop and policing so, you know, myself. Like, yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, Alex Day says, "Hey both, uh, just want to say when you get to the end of time, as part of David Tennant's farewell tour to all previous companions." I'd love a cameo from Pierce on Twitter slash X to share his thoughts of the era. Alex. <laughs> Seems weird. Stop chatting. <laughs> Stop this stuff. You can talk to each yeah. other. You don't need to talk through us. I don't like being this middle man. Stop it. <laughs> um, so I guess we need some thoughts from Pierce, I guess, for next week. Um, but we we yeah, don't control you, this. Well, yeah, you can just talk to each other. <laughs> We're not his mum. <laughs> Maybe they're friends. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, that makes this weirder Alex. if they're friends. Oh, that's Um Thank you, Alex. This is from our good friend Leah. Um, hello, <laughs> hello, Lightning and Links. Oh, that's a throwback. Uh, is it? Yeah, this is a Lightning What's and Links are our Matrix names. If you remember. Oh, is that? Oh, fuck <laughs> yes, I do. Oh, that is a throwback. Wow. No context. Don't provide any context. You can go figure uh, it okay, out. Okay, sorry. Wow. Wow. No, no, no. It's only another Happy Pod to Matrix episode. Go listen to it. <laughs> There's ads on it, Lawrence. Oh yes, yes. Oh, and Ben's <laughs> in the last one actually. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Oh wow, that is a throwback. Thank you for listening to another Happy Pod. Um, it needs all the help it can get. <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually dying. I looked at the stats recently, it's and I wish I should. Dying. It's not dying. We're on a downwards trend, mate. Like, it was always on a downwards trend. <laughs> Since we started. Uh, first off, I just want to say a massive well done for the four hours and 30 minute episode. We'll see how long this one is. We're already at three. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Uh, hope you two are proud of what you've accomplished. And if anyone killed themselves, that's on them and not you. Agreed. Thank you. Thank you for, for absolving us. I'm not sure this. what we accomplished. Me neither. Um, <laughs> as a as a little reward, post my mini review. I'll do a little less trivia. Uh, and though I considered adding a sneaky fake one and making you guess what it was, I'll do that when I get to the less significant episodes. You deserve a reward. Uh, you deserve a reward. I can't say reward. Apparently, you deserve a reward. Don't worry. I'll give. I won't give you thirty one pieces of trivia. Literally copy and pasted from IMDb <laughs> brackets. I checked. <laughs> called you out, Jared. You've been called out and exposed. <laughs> oh, that's very fun. <laughs> Couple of thoughts on the episode. Uh, I, all you know, all... Sorry, just before you go on, I am a massive fan of like 
we've 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 crafted a community here that yes. are now somewhat turning amongst each other, like turning <laughs> They're against. They're not serious. No, it's all in jest. It's a bit of fun. Yeah. <laughs> They're poking fun, which I enjoy. Do you guys and talk I outside enjoy. of this? Are we not in a group chat? <laughs> yeah, do you have a group chat with us? <laughs> oh, that 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 idea horrifies me. That, that would make me. I would. You know what? I think I'd stop. Yeah. <laughs> that that spikes my anxiety in a terrible way. Well, even worse. Um, what if one of us is in it and not the other one? Oh. <laughs> no, hang on. <laughs> oh, can, the audience couldn't see, but I pulled my collar. He, he inferred that it might be him. Yes. Uh, anyway, all in all, I enjoyed it. I love the Doctor interacting with the Master and Master just trying to be a prick and take away humanity from the Doctor. It's brilliant. Uh, but the Master constantly turning on creative modes and watching various John Sims have as much fun as possible does kind of ruin the moment. Uh, shout out to the John Sim who throws his cap into the air and just lets it fall on the ground. I am very sick of his laugh, though. Um, my weirdo of the week, uh, now this was tough, but it came to me in a flash of inspiration, is Barack Obama ah. uh, for holding a press conference about the recession on what I can only assume to be first thing on Christmas morning. Well, there you go. That's what I said. This is cahoots here. <laughs> this group chat does exist. <laughs> As we, we all picked our weirdo ahead of you. <laughs> no. As I said, not as much trivia this week. Consider it, a, consider it a birthday present from me to you, as when you read this the day before was my 24th birthday. Oh, I thought that was a reference to your birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Happy belated birthday. Happy, welcome to 24. It only gets worse. It, it uh, literally does. This is this is the age I started losing my hair. So, <laughs> Lawrence, come on now. <laughs> hey, hey! <laughs> You're all making jokes about me on the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> We're all laughing at your bald head. No, only partially. <laughs> the empty child slash the doctor <laughs> fucks, but fucks is crossed out and then it's dances. <laughs> early drafts included the character of Jamie's father, who would silently and anonymously appear to aid Nancy and other children. The big discovery of his true identity of his true identity would be compounded by the reveal that he was German. Oh, interesting. Uh, Jack Harkness, originally having the real name of Jax, like J-A-X, would have been a genuine interstellar soldier who befriends the Doctor but scares Rose. He would have been raking down an escape... He would have been uh, tracking down an escaped child creature. The Red Bicycle When You Were 12 comment was all that remained of a story where Jack discovered that the Doctor had gone back in time to manipulate Rose's life to make her a better companion. This episode would eventually be replaced by Boomtown. I've heard I've heard stuff about this episode before and it <clears> sounds <throat> fucking weird, man. I'm I'm glad that was changed. I would but... say John Barrowman would feel right at home in a role where he gets to scare women. Uh, <laughs> It's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Boomtown. Russell wrote this episode because he wanted to bring back Annette Badland as Margaret Blaine after realizing she was somewhat wasted in her previous appearance. Uh, I think that's true. I think she's a great actress. I would, I would really. agree that episode is basically yeah. a Slovene apologist episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, bring her back, I say. Yeah. That's all for today. Hope you enjoyed and hope this episode was a bit more of a rest for you both. Even if it does lack the perfect blue suit, it will be missed. Leah, you are absolutely right. Leah is in a heart of hearts, and it will there remain. Thank you very much. <laughs> Fuck that blue suit. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Jared Coastal uh, says, Hi, Nathan and friend. Right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All I can remember from part one is an over-the-top John Sim. So snack-wise, this episode is a sherbet dip dab. I haven't had one of them in fucking years. I like a sherbet dip dab. Absolute fizzy nonsense. Very true. Uh, <laughs> from memory, I think part two is better because James Bond is in it. I mean, he was in this one as well, technically, but yeah. Um, yeah, but he's actually doing plot stuff. Yeah, that's true. Rather that's than true. being like, the meaning of Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Well done on your lengthy What is a Mars episode. You correctly guessed the made-up fact. We got it. Yay! Uh, the actual truth is that David Tennant had a balanced diet for the entire shoot. Well, he's a he's a he's a healthy boy. He's, he keeps himself in shape. Uh, I'll prepare another game for your next four and a half hour episode, which will be question mark. Well, probably this one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, right. It's fucking undercover cop. None of this. You're not get. You're not baiting us like this. Day of the Doctor. Nathan. <laughs> no, it'd be a big one. I think it'd be a big one, but I can't think of. Fucking oh, like nah. All right, fuck it, fine. Of the doctor. <laughs> and that's in a while. We got a while. We have got well. a while to prepare. Yeah, yeah. Uh, keep up the great work, Jared. Thank you very much, Jared. Always appreciate you checking in. Uh, Ty Ty Rovermol says hello, Nathan and Lawrence. Uh, thank you both. Uh, oh, sorry. The subject line for this is my beloved hungry boy. Uh, boy, of course, about B O I. Of course, yeah. Uh, not like rude. In the traditional boy. sense. Yes, yes, of course. Uh, thank you both so much for putting in the hard yards last week and giving us listeners a real treat with that four and a half hour episode. You two are legends. By the way, Nathan, I'm fine with you reading out my last name since you were uneasy about the last names last week. Well, that is a relief. <laughs> I just read out your name. Uh, i'm a big fan of the end of time storyline as a wrap-up to the conclusion of ten's run i am so sorry uh when i first watched it a few months back going in i really didn't know what to expect because journey's hand had felt like such an ending uh but in my eyes they make it work having wilf as a companion genuinely just warms my heart and it's heartbreaking to see and knowing donna is missing a part of herself uh the standout for me though is how fucking unhinged john sim is as the half-baked resurrected master Sure, he's committed and currently committing atrocities on Earth and across the galaxy at large, but this time he's a hungry boy, and I think we can all understand that. The performance is a lot of fun, and the rivalry he has with Tennant on screen is so delicious to watch. Brackets, pardon the pun. Uh, Can't wait to hear the wrap-up next week and listen to the air horns fire off when you can finally talk about the podcast's namesake. That's true. Oh, I I hadn't even remembered that. Yeah, Yeah. we'll get there next week. That's going to be a big moment. Um, And then we'll have to change the name of the podcast after. To Chins Blimey. (laughs) Then we'll get ready for another episode of Chins Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Have a great rest of your week, guys. Ty. Get Outlook for Android. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, you know, the, the like, send it from my iPhone. It's, oh, it's right. The, yeah. It caught me, so, I was like, I'm so up with it. And then I was like, hey, hang on, what? what's that last bit? Uh, yeah, look, Thank you very John, much, we, we said it a few times, John Sim is the beating heart of mm. this episode. It's the reason it doesn't. Yes. Oh, and Will fits so, yeah. uh, himself doesn't. It's the reason the episode isn't a complete shambles. 
I get, I get excited every time I click on an email and it's very short. It's, it's a good feeling after last week. It yeah. is a good feeling. Like, I don't get me wrong, I absolutely love hearing from everyone, but last week, just opening an email and seeing an essay was like, oh, I have to read it. It's worse for you because you have to read it I out. Know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is from Thomas, uh, Thoughts on the End of Time, Part 1. Uh, was a big fan of this episode and loved having Wilf being as involved as he was. We hadn't seen this much of him in episodes before. Uh, however to this day i'm still not sure how the master got the powers to turn into skeletor at all still doesn't make much sense much sense to me thomas sent from my iphone yeah i think it's supposed to be vaguely because of what happened with the cult and his resurrection yeah but it is right though it doesn't explain shit it's just oh and that went wrong so now you have sith powers and can fly i guess yeah i i think it was it's it I don't understand the powers. That it's obviously he was resurrected and then half killed. Yeah, and then also blown but, up. Yeah, but but again, why why does that mean? He yeah, has powers the powers don't make sense. Yeah, yeah. It, it makes no sense whatsoever. Anyway, uh, this uh, thank you, Thomas. Uh, this is from Tanner Moore. Uh, the ending of time is the subject. Ten's legacy comes to an end. The true goat of the universe, Wilf, becomes the best of Team Tard. <laughs> We interrupt this review to present one from the past, one forgotten to time and longer. Waters of Mars is good, but I don't think that it's the best of the best. I never watched this episode as a child. It wasn't until a couple of years ago where I watched it for the first time. Uh, and I mean, it's a great episode, but I think after years of hype, it did not quite live up to the expectations I had for it. I love to see the Doctor getting sick of losing, but I wish we had gotten Time Lord Victorious a little longer. Because by the end of time, it doesn't feel like he's as much of a god anymore. It mostly feels like there's an episode missing between the two. We now return to the regularly scheduled review. Best of Team TARDIS. It was great seeing Greg Cactus face in an episode after listening to his tweets for so many weeks too. Does that make sense? No. Is there any baseball or anything? Mm. Best of, it was great seeing Greg Cactus face in an episode after listening to his tweets for so many weeks too. Love Timothy Dalton as the narrator. Also, he's just a great voice for it. Hopefully, he shows up again soon. You're in luck, Tanner. He will show up next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know what that Greg thing means. I, I'm very I, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Let us know. Let us know. Maybe we're being very stupid and just missing something completely. <laughs> but... I don't know. Let us know. We had a brief aside there and we are like, do you, do, do you get that? I <laughs> let us know. Uh, Tim- um, Timothy Dalton as a narrator would be, is an amazing thing. I just wish he was narrating something rather than reading me the yes. night before Christmas or whatever. Like, <laughs> yes. And all this through the house. Appears, this email appears to be all gifts. So that's going to be good for a podcast. <laughs> this is from this is from Ramona Harrison. Uh, <laughs> it says, "Dear beautiful boys," and then in brackets, "Not your value," <laughs> which is a uh, a good reference to the, the Do Go On podcast, which I enjoy. So, thank you for that. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> you know, once long email. So, thoughts of specials as gifts. Oh, for fuck's okay, sake. this makes sense. I guess I'll have to describe them. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> Stolen Earth. Uh, it's a gif of uh, it's you know the circle shot from the Avengers where they're all assembling. Yeah. 
the the classic one it's that yeah um which makes sense because everyone comes together in that Got ya. uh journey's end is um spider-man pointing at spider-man yeah the, the animated <laughs> yeah. one the spider-man pointing meme and then a dalek falling out the window a dalek being pushed out the window and just exploding as the caption says fuck um so, so that's good i guess that makes sense for the journey's end yes yeah very good that's good uh, the next Doctor, and it's the gif of, uh, you know, the one of a Cyberman dancing in the park. Is he in Oh, one? yes. Yeah, I have seen yeah. that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, again, makes sense. Planet of the Dead, we've got three gifs here. Uh, first one is uh, a gif of the, the classic horror movie, The Fly. Okay. Um, I think with Jeff Goldblum. Um, and it's a, a sperm cell. Uh, it was a sperm cell from The Simpsons, so it's Homer as a sperm cell. Um <laughs> Again, the squid things, so that makes sense. Yeah. And then a, a, a gif that says, like a bus, I presume that's supposed to mean like, you know, a, a play on like a boss, but oh, like but a bus. Oh, the bus, yeah. Yeah, and then it's a bus doing donuts in a car park. <laughs> so. That's what Christina was up to. Yes. Uh, the Waters of Mars, uh, it's a gif of someone spitting out some water. Uh, and then uh, another gif of uh, Leia from The Empire Strikes Back saying, uh, I don't know where you get your delusions, laser brain. Um, so, yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> makes sense. That's good. And then the end of Time Part 1 is a, um, <laughs> it's a, it's a sort of a, a cartoonish uh, cactus wearing little pants and, like, shaking his bum. <laughs> <laughs> but the cactus people, so, yeah, the vintage oh, yes, or whatever. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Um, and then a, a gif of the the hungry hungry caterpillar as he goes through <laughs> an apple, uh, and it says "still hungry." Um, and then we've got a, a horse. Um, oh, he's, the horse is shaking his head side to side, ah, like like yeah. the the master turning. Um, With you. So, so there we go. There's all the games. <laughs> that was that was strange. <laughs> that was our segment. Nathan badly explains gifts <laughs> to an audio format. Um, yes, to life on Mars slash ashes to ashes talk. Um, brown suit is bad, but blue suit. Oh, sorry. Brown suit is bad, but blue is bad color. So no to both. Please do live show. Adelaide equals still got legs. Fans after last episode. Ramona Harris, word count 74. Thank you. <laughs> Thank for, you. After the gifts, because the gifts were, were, went on for a bit and required yeah. brain to do things, yeah. I was like, because then it started being like broken English because of the, the say less. And I yeah, was like, what's, this, what, what's going on with this even? <laughs> so there you go. So we should do a Life on Mars, Ashes to Ashes, another Happy Pod episode. There we maybe. are then. Uh, we should do a live show. Apparently in Adelaide, so we've got to go to Australia that's, to do that. That's a big so. investment for a live show. <laughs> it is. I, yeah, I think I think hey. our live show would more be we do it live on a call. Well, that's not a live show, is no it? No one's coming, Nathan. If we go to Australia, no one's coming. All of Adelaide will be there. Oh, yes. Ramona says so, okay? I see. All of Adelaide, so we've got to go. All right. Uh, this email is from Rohan Hunter. Uh, subject line is still got fans. The end of time part one. Uh, hi, Nathan and Lawrence. Despite being an avid listener to the podcast since June of last year, I'm only now compelled to write in. Welcome. 
uh, to cover in case all the other listeners have killed themselves due to last week's pod <laughs> not being six hours long. Uh, whilst I do appreciate the longer episodes, any length of Doki Who banter between you two lads is just fine by me. Well done on the fantastic effort for last week. Thank you very much. That's, that's very that's, kind. That's very kind and to hear. We're very, we're very grateful to have you here. We absolutely are. Uh, I only started watching Brackets Modern Doctor Who properly about five years ago, uh, but it wasn't my first exposure to the show. That came in 2005 when an 11-year-old me was chosen to play the Doctor in my school stage production <laughs> entitled Music Through the Ages. Each year was each each year level was given a different decade and had to perform a dance routine suited to that era of music going from the 1940s all the way through to the <laughs> 2000s. My job was to host the show as the Doctor, coming out of a little wooden box painted like the TARDIS to introduce each class performance. Needless to say, this box was not bigger on the inside <laughs> and actually had, and actually quite hot and cramped. All seven times I came out, Murray Gold's version of the main theme would blast over the speakers at the audience, each time with the startling sci-fi at the time i knew nothing about doctor who so my teacher gave me a vhs recording of the latest eccleston episode to watch and study in preparation for the part the episode was the 10 was the empty child and i was so (laughs) creeped out by the boy in the gas mask that i turned it off halfway through and just decided to do my own thing for the performance (laughs) that's so funny Um, if you have any videos of this before i'm saying this now right we have not broke for 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 a discussion on this if you have any videos of this performance Mm -hmm. we will do a full still got legs episode on it Right, I, I, I just I need to see. This sounds borderline unwatchable, but so good. Um, uh, I also had no idea he wasn't an actual medical doctor, <laughs> <laughs> and my costume consisted of a white lab coat and a clipboard with my script on it, so I didn't have to fully memorize. This my is like lines. this is like AI writes Doctor Who. This is brilliant. That's so great. Oh, I love that. Work smarter, not harder. I love that. Um, Not many notes on the episode. Everything to do with the master is very silly, but Wilf is a national treasure as always. The scene in the cafe was exceptional, and we hardly ever see the 10th Doctor breakdown like he does when he tells Wilf how alone he is. Uh, P.S. I'm an Australian living in Melbourne who discovered you guys through Caravan of Garbage. Oh, Lawrence, your work. Um, It often surprises me how many references you make to the Melbourne comedy podcast community, including the Weekly Planet, Auntie Donna, do go on. Have you guys ever made the trip down under? I'm sure you'd feel right at home amongst your fellow podcasters. Cheers, boys, Rohan. Let me tell you, Rohan, (laughs) the Melbourne comedy slash podcast community is my absolute fucking jam. Yeah, all right? Yeah. It's I love it so much, okay? Um I unfortunately have not been to Australia. I would fucking love to go to the the Melbourne Comedy Festival because mm. oh my god, I'd spend so much money going to see so many shows, there's so many fucking great Australian Australian comedians, uh, particularly in the Melbourne scene, who I fucking love. It'd be such a good um, trip. That's um Yeah. The 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 references we make are part of my contract with James. I have to make those references. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true no, no it's, uh, you don't know it's not your contract <laughs> no. uh no but um yeah we well lawrence obviously works for for james and the weekly pl- not well 
the YouTube channel. It's all one uh, thing, isn't it? Really? Yeah. <laughs> I've been a I've been a fan of the Weekly Planet for like fucking well almost ten years now. Mm. Um, and then I got you on board. And <laughs> you, you got Nathan, Nathan the, got my foot in the door. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Um, and you were, you introduced me to Auntie Donna though. I di- I, uh, I actually at, did, yeah. Weirdly, at uni, yeah. Like, feel like they just didn't cross over that much back in the day because we were both enjoying <laughs> separate Melbourne-related things. It's true, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they very much cross over like like these days. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we, I we, love, I, love all <laughs> look, it would be our jam. But yeah, they don't know who we are. James might yeah. know me. <laughs> That's and like and Nathan, he's been on AHB. <laughs> Yes, he's been on our podcast, on our other podcast. Mm. So you could listen. Maybe we'll rope him into this. Yeah, at some point. But um, I think if we were walking down the street, they w- no one's stopping us <laughs> to be like, "Oh my god, it's still got legs." <laughs> yes. Well, maybe if we were walking down an Adelaide street. I mean, perhaps. look, there's the difference. Yeah, <laughs> we are world famous in Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do our live shows. Uh, of course, yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, no, so yeah, Rohan, not been to uh, Australia yet, unfortunately. Would uh, absolutely love to go uh, one day, though. It's a very long way. Though. Mm, big very... spiders, too. Big... Not, not, not in the city. I guess not, but I might not it's be It's more in like the in the fucking in the country and stuff. What? I mean, you'll see a spider, but you'll, you'll be fine. Ah, step on it. Then I'll be fine. Uh, all right. But <laughs> you'll still be fine, is the point. <laughs> Don't I'm say it like it's a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Lawrence. Just a couple of emails to go here. Emails. Uh, this shut up. This <laughs> one is from uh, our good friend David with the Talking Pictures podcast and Brian. Uh, good, no, just David. Uh, good evening, Nathan and Lawrence. Uh, spell with an A W. I will add. Ah, um, but I, I, I think they're doing that intentionally just to piss you off. I Not furiosa. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry about not listening to the episode last week before I sent in my email. I find each week I'm at the slight disadvantage of not owning a time machine and so have to guess what you will talk about and try not to repeat stuff that's already been said. <laughs> I'll try harder from now on. How would sure you do. We don't even know what we're no. going to be talking we, about. We have no idea. We, I don't even know what I just said. All right, so... <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'll keep this short this week in order to go on a bit longer next week instead. Uh, so glad Wilf became a companion in this episode. The little dance he does as the minibus pulls up to him is so precious. Uh, they really took the quarry in whale scene description seriously this week. Uh, always get a laugh at the Doctor just standing above, surveying the wastelands of this one quarry. Yeah, it's not a quarry. It's a it's a, wait, it's a dock. Okay? Oh, you're so pulled, you're so I cross pulled, about it. I pulled Lawrence up on it. I'll pull you up. On it too. I've never noticed. It's a joke. It's an ongoing thing. We always no, talk. A quarry is a specific piece of land. <laughs> it's different. I get they're similar. All right, <laughs> thank you. It's different. Okay. Uh, the master, you know how pedantic I get. I know, mate, like talking this. to Nathan, right? Peek behind the curtain. Talking to Nathan about anything, right? You better ensure that you have your facts a hundred percent straight. That is not true. That, that is, is absolutely not... true. Only about stuff that weirdly annoys me for some reason. It's not and normally everything. only me. <laughs> yes, normally only you. <laughs> you speak to other people, and and you don't speak to them like this. I hold you to a higher standard, Lawrence. Oh, okay. oh bullshit. Okay. Yes. I want better from you. Okay. Okay. Sorry, Nathan. <laughs> 
the master looks great with the blonde hair, uh, and the cliffhanger ending is one of my favorites, especially as, as uh, especially as it's not resolved immediately in part two, uh, even though it is very easily resolved later. Yeah, that is yeah. that is true. Um, but oh, I mean, is it spoiler alert? I mean, we've all seen it. Um, my my two questions for you both this week, if you haven't answered them already, is what do you what do we think of the magical aspect of bringing back the master in a show very much about space and time and science? It seems maybe magic was the only way to bring the master back because it's easy to explain by just not explaining it. How did the master come back? I don't know. Magic. I... We kind of touched on this a little yeah, bit, I... and like just, just bring it back. Yeah, to to reiterate, like I would genuinely have not a single problem if Lucy was mm. in the prison cell and then like the master just knocked on the door. Yeah, and it was never explained. Like I would genuinely prefer that to this weird never dying, never never dying again. This weird cultic ritual yeah. thing is just so you have to work so much harder to explain so many because now we're left instead of just the question of how did the master come back, we're now mm. left with the question. How does that make sense? Who are Lucy's friends? What is a potion of life? How many books of Saxon were published? Who yeah. is this cult? Why is the prison involved? Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's endless. It, it just makes the situation so much more worse and confusing. Yeah. And it's just so much better. Just to add a bit of intrigue and mystery to it, be like, oh, but how did he come back? Who knows? Mm. Also, it's easier for you as a writer. Yeah, why are you working yeah. harder? Oh, because he always had it in his mind. Well, he's wrong. Um, <laughs> and a liar. And a liar. <laughs> I always Question... knew it'd be this incredibly lame idea. <laughs> <laughs> Question two is, do you think it was fair for Russell uh, to write in the conversation about a new man sauntering away? I feel this was an unnecessary hurdle for the next Doctor to now overcome, as many fans already upset with David leaving were now accompanied by this notion that the next Doctor isn't really him anymore. Luckily, every other Doctor since seems to embrace the change going forward, but just something that doesn't sit right with me about this exchange. David, you are speaking my fucking language, okay? <laughs> now, <laughs> oh, now, listen, okay? I said a little bit earlier, I have thoughts on next week, and I have certain issues with certain scenes, okay? Yeah. And, and not to spoil anything, but this is a conversation to be had next week, okay? Because yes. there's a lot that I want to dive into here, okay? So I feel like we're going to go much more in-depth on into this next week, but a little bit of a spoiler alert. No, I don't think it was fair. I, I To give brief thoughts, because like you said, we will be talking about this a whole bunch next week. Yes. Um, I I think it has the mm. unintended side effect of what you're saying, um, in mm. the sense that it's like it, it does cast this kind of odd, weird vibe over the new tenure coming in. But at the same time... I still think it's within keeping of the character. Like, I don't see Ten facing death as a hero. I see him facing it as a coward. That's just more in line with who that Doctor is for me, I think. And also, I like the idea that it's something different. It's not a brave Doctor facing death in a triumphant acceptance. It's like, oh, this is a kind of a low point for you. <laughs> and death sometimes is a very low point for people. I have so many comebacks to that, but I'm going to wait until next week. Okay, all right, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait. Looking forward to the end of time part two when we get to see our queen once again. Uh, I too am looking forward to that. Uh, all the best, David, Talking Pictures Podcast, hashtag justice for Martha. And Brian. So there we go, and Brian. Justice for Brian. <laughs> no, not justice, and Brian. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> 
was like, what's happened? No, justice for Lawrence. Forget his name misspelled again. Oh, shut up with your fucking name. Don't have a weird name then, all right? It's not, it's not weird. <laughs> it is. Everyone, call, everyone call him Larry again. No, oh, um, God, no, please. <laughs> Dear Nathan and Lawrence. Uh, oh, sorry, this is from uh, Tom Monty. Still got dinner time. Uh, is the subject line. Yep. Uh, dear Nathan and Lawrence, it's dinner time! <laughs> All in caps. Yeah, very <laughs> nice. That moment is quite possibly the scariest moment in Doctor Who history for me, uh, where <laughs> dinner time master exclaims he's so hungry and then becomes skeletal and starts flying into the air and then comes back down and de- devours the two poor homeless guys. Everyone knew they were homeless apart from me. I feel stupid. <laughs> no, it's... I do think it's somewhat vague as well. It is. I just thought they were like construction workers or something. I mean, they're they're like, they look exactly like they could be. Yeah. Yeah. It's not my fault. Anyway. Um, (laughs) (laughs) How would you feel if you were in their shoes and and you witnessed this horrifying display before being eaten alive by your former prime minister? So let's imagine. All right. My former prime minister wouldn't get the chance. (laughs) Okay. Well, let's imagine we're in some desolate wasteland. Okay. okay. We've just gone to a burger van and we see that they're skeletons. Okay. Yeah. And then Boris Johnson himself is <laughs> is now here ready to eat us. How would you feel? So so here's the, here's where Ginger and that other guy went wrong, right? They provoke right. the master. Unintentionally, they provoke the master. Yes. Right? If we see Boris Johnson... Yeah then we already know what's happening. It's on site for Boris Johnson. All right? I feel we... like I could take <laughs> Boris Johnson in a fight. Two of us? Yeah. No questions. Yeah. Easy, one of us mate. hold him down, the other one just kick him. Yeah. Yeah. What that one's for Britain. <laughs> <laughs> that one's for Britain. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, also, with regards to the people working uh, on the burger truck thing, I've always wondered how their skeletons were standing up after they had been eaten by Dinnertime Master. Also, how were they still wearing clothes? Did the Master kindly redress <laughs> them both after eating them down to the bone? <laughs> Love Tom Monty. It's <laughs> a good point. It's a very good point. Yeah. I have no idea. It's just. A... Maybe, yeah, maybe so. Maybe he did. Who knows? You know, in you know, in science, when they bring in the skeleton model and it's like on wheels, <laughs> no. well, like a TV. No, 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 you know, like you had like the Is skeleton model. In your site, they brought everyone. Get ready. We're bringing in the science. We're bringing in the skeleton. <laughs> you know, I, I'm sure people will have had experience this. We just. We had a skeleton, but it was just already in the room. It was like in the corner or whatever. Oh, like, you had a permanent fixture. Yeah, we didn't nah. just wheel it in like the TV. Nah. Well, ours had to move, Nathan. <laughs> it was shared amongst different classes, so I guess that's uh, why he's on, on some fixed <laughs> wheels. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um, I don't know why they're dressed, though. That's a mystery. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's because it's a silly, goofy show. Yeah, the, the master thinks it's funny. Yeah, and so do we. Yeah. Uh, P.S. In all seriousness, this plot is pretty ridiculous, uh, but I think it has some great moments, like the bit in the cafe where Tim breaks down in front of Wilf. Also, the big reveal of the Time Lords at the end, featuring a lot of Timothy Dalton spit. That's very true. He was, <laughs> yes, yes. He, he was having a good go of it. Oh, <laughs> fucking! We should have brought this up earlier. The first of one of two spit iterations talk. of spit talk. 
Get ready for spit talk next week, guys. I'm telling <laughs> oh, you. Uh, I think part two massively makes up for the poor quality of part one. Uh, and think that a lot of people have come to, clu- to the conclusion that the end of time as a whole is shit purely because of part one. I mean, maybe. You know, I am sour on the whole thing, spoiler yeah. alert, a little bit. But, you know, I haven't seen part two in a while. So so maybe it'll redeem itself. But I doubt it. I, like I said earlier, I am like. I'm scared because in my head part two is good. Yeah, and I'm kind of dreading next week coming because I, I don't is, really want to besmirch that image I have in my mind. The last thirty minutes are good. See, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing that I just think most people think about. Really, they just everything yeah. like everything from that po- from that point on. You know? Mm, yeah, I guess. From, but hey, we'll get there. We'll discuss. We will get there. We will get there. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this last email is from Kieran Dixon. Hi, guys. Uh, Long time listener, first time emailer. Uh, firstly, I love the podged. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the podged. Shut up. <laughs> firstly, I love the pod and binged it. That's what I. I. I confess. I see what you did. You, yeah. you see what I did. Yeah. yeah. I love the pod and binged it as soon as I found it. Oh, thank you very much. Um, I wrote some questions and comments in my notes when I started listening, so a lot of my email is from conversations you had almost a year ago, so I'll understand if they confuse you without context. Uh, Will you be watching class? I have my own opinions on it, but it would be nice to hear yours, in brackets, Doctor Who spinoff. Yes, we will. Um, Eventually. Eventually, yeah. We're going to do all the spinoffs. Um, you haven't seen class, have you? No, not even a single frame of it. No, I, I think I'm excited. Um, okay. So, do you so like class? I, uh, I think it gets a bad rep. Okay. And I, I think it was going for something different. Um, execution not necessarily the the greatest, but I enjoy it. I okay. think it's fair enough. I think it's I think it's uh, there's the stuff there is what I'll say. Um. Atreyu is a boy, not a girl. The horse is named Atrax from two of the three times you've mentioned the never ended story. <laughs> so there you are, Lawrence. I'm going to assume that was your fault. Oh, yeah. so. All right, fine. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I wondered <clears throat> if you'd be interested in doing rankings of episodes or even seasons and tweet them out like uh, like stars and reasonably priced cars from Top Gear. Uh, <laughs> I don't even have Twitter, but I'd get it just for that. Um, would we do rankings? I don't know. I don't, I don't like ranking things personally. I, 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 I get weird about it. I I don't like putting a number on something. Yeah. Especially when like I I always think that two things just can't be compared if they're going for completely different things. That's my thing. And I often change my mind a lot as well. Yeah. Like like, if, like I have well I don't, but like my Star Wars ranking, it changes all the time. Like yeah. it's it's fucking how they're all over the shop, but like I don't know. Um maybe, but I don't know. <laughs> seemed, seemed like a very committed <laughs> no to be honest. I don't know. Uh, I always thought Blavine were orange. Uh, Blavine. Oh, oh, the, no, oh the, that's the Slavine cousins or whatever, isn't it? Yeah, the um, yeah, the the ones in Sarah Jane, I think. Were they not orange? I what don't were they? Think were they so. like blue or grey or something? Yeah, they definitely weren't orange. Yeah, well, there you go. You've been proven wrong. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> 
Uh, what point did Lawrence stop watching? I don't think it's ever been explicitly stated, but would be interesting to know uh, when he has seen stuff for the first time. Uh, oh, in brackets, spelling was intentional. Okay, I didn't bring it up, but um, oh, I see <laughs> they did spell your name L O R E N S E N C E, so an even different one. Oh my yeah. lord, I don't yeah. like that at all. There you um, go. None of your business. No, I'm joking. It, um, okay. I, I, it's, it's, it's I a haze. Cl- I don't think you fully know, do you? No. It, it, yeah. uh, from a certain point, things get hazy, and I always identify that point as the rough end of season six. Yeah. I, think I don't when, think you saw, you don't, you didn't see Capaldi's era? I, I've seen... Oh, but you would have seen the 50th and stuff, wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh, hang on, someone's at the door. One sec. All right. Hello, hi. Yeah. I'm Will. Yes, I am. Hi, Lawrence. This is. I'm here. Get the boat out for hopefully the Labour Party. I'm done. Are you already voted? Yeah. Can I ask how you voted? Labour, yeah. Thanks, Ben. You're a superstar. No problem. Is he a part of the voting already? Yes, he voted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super stuff. No problem. Thank you. Fucking told you. I know. How many fucking Labour canvases are coming to your door, mate? That's three this week. I that's fucking, insane. I fucking told you. <laughs> All right, fair enough. That's, that's weird that that's on the recording as well. <laughs> no. Fuck's sake! Have you you can't make voted? this shit up. Have you already voted? No, I just wanted to get <laughs> away from the door. Yeah, <laughs> great. I'm voting, I'm voting later, but okay. um, what was I going to say? Right, it's it's it does get hazy. It's I always identify it roughly with. The end of season six. I know that season seven is. I've seen bits of season yeah. seven, um, but most of Capaldi's era is a blind spot, apart from certain bits and bobs. Yeah, I've seen like select episodes. I think some heavy hitters I've probably seen, but again, only seen once. So okay, okay. And you watched some of Jodie's era as well, though, didn't you? I- I've watched all of Jodie's era. Yeah. Oh, you watched all of Jodie's era. Yeah. Yeah, okay. but again. <laughs> But not not to bring up uh, a certain point that they're, they're not the most rewatchable episodes for me. I'm well, we'll not... see. We'll see. Yeah, we will. We we'll will. We'll get into to be it. honest, I I don't think I've ever rewatched Jodie's era. I yeah. only ever really saw it like as it aired, and then mm. just haven't rewatched it. So I'm I'm going to be interested to 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 go back and and see those again. Um, that's because you're sexist. Yeah. You haven't seen them. That before? is because I'm a big sodge. Yeah, <laughs> I thought um, so. Yeah, <laughs> that's not true. Um... Uh, there we go. Uh, longer episodes are 100% better. Thanks for keeping me sane at work. Never stop. Uh, well, thank you. Uh, That's very Kieran. kind. Thank you, Kieran. Thank you, Kieran. All right, and that is Still Got Thoughts for this week, Lawrence. How are you feeling? I, I'm feeling like I still I still have energy, so that's a, a, at least Good. a step up. Um Good. No, that's lovely. Thank you, everyone, for writing in. Uh, we always enjoy your observations. And thank you, everyone, for being merciful as well this week. <laughs> yes, uh, I have to say, it was, it, it was very nice opening up those emails and, and seeing seeing a, a merciful, a merciful link. If you do, if you do us this courtesy of brief, brief, still got thoughts, then yes. we're, every now and again we'll do a we'll do a six hour attempt. But 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 we we won't be pressured, right? We'll we'll decide. They are the doctor, and then after that, it's anyone's guess. Um, no, Nathan, stop this. <laughs> Nathan, you'll regret it. 
eight-hour heaven-sent episode. No! Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> You're a fucking lunatic. I'll kill myself if we don't do an eight-hour episode. <laughs> I can live episode. with that. I know you. No! <laughs> <laughs> He's got me. All right. Uh, that is it for this week, Clarence. <laughs> I was sorry. I was laughing about how last week I was I was editing the episodes and when <laughs> I was still reading the email as you try to wrap up the podcast. Nice. <laughs> I was still trying to finish the email before you end. Right. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs> And I had to stop you three times so I could finish the email. I was an eager beaver. I needed to get on. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. Uh, if you have enjoyed the show, then please feel free to leave a little review for us. Five stars, no less. That'd be much appreciated. You can do that on your podcast platform of choice. Uh, we would appreciate if you could do it through Apple. That'd be nice because uh, you can leave your thoughts, leave a little uh, little text, let us know what you think of the show. Also on Spotify, it's something's coming up about what did you think of the episode? Still no idea where it's those things kind go. Of, yeah, some kind of Q&A, but we have no idea where the Qs go. Yeah. So Don't send any um, urgent just, information. Just there. do your Q&A. Q&As go to the email. We all know that. Or Twitter. Yeah, that, That's know. how you talk to us. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from that group chat you've all got without me. Um, you can also follow the show on Twitter. Uh, you can mosey on over to at StillGotLegsPod for any updates, as well as sending in your thoughts on what we're discussing every week for Still Got Thoughts. Uh, you can also put those in an email to uh, stillgotlegspodcast at gmail.com. Nathan, we have another podcast as well, don't we? We do. It's called Another Happy Pod. Uh, some of the lovely listeners of this podcast listen to it, and you can too. It's all about pop culture. So every week we discuss uh, a movie, a TV show, a video game, mostly movies. Hmm. Um, and we usually just argue about it, to be <laughs> honest. Um, this last episode, things got quite heated. No, no, it, we, and, that's gone. And, mo- and most of it <laughs> will have to be cut because it was quite bad. It, it was one of them <laughs> arguments where, like, it, it would just be a bad time listening to it. Yeah, it wasn't fun. We just we just both got way too heated. You, you know, you know when like. You know when like you're at someone's uh, someone's house, you're at your friend's house, and their mum is having a go yeah. at them. That's what it would have been like, like to listen to that episode. Or like when your parents are arguing and you're just like, I don't know what to do. Go upstairs. Yeah. yeah. Do I mediate this? I can't. <laughs> yeah. It, it was it was not conducive to the episode. No. Anyway. And, and, um, and completely unrelated topic as well. Yeah. So. It's also yeah, very unrelated. Anyway, um, so that's gone. Um, but there's probably still arguments left in, and and there's always uh, stuff to be. Whatever, just listen to it. Yeah. It's fun, um, and and yeah, another happy pod available wherever you get your podcasts, including the same podcast app you're listening to right now. Whoa! Tired of ads interrupting your comedy podcast? <laughs> Do you get it? I, I get it, but you know, I can't relate to it. <laughs> it's for that ad's funny because it goes like. It basically says, hey, do you not like ads? Well, listen on Amazon Prime and then you won't get ads. But then it does the small print. It goes, some episodes may contain ads. (laughs) It's like, you're lying. (laughs) You just lied to me. Right. (laughs) Um, Yeah, thank you very much for listening. We will see you all next week for the end of David Tennant and RTD. Part two. Part two. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.